officers of the RepDetect unit deal with crime at all the levels of Los Angeles in the future. Replicants work alongside humans in an uneasy truce. This is Burning Bright, a noir detective story of a rampant capitalist future using the Blade Runner RPG on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Welcome. Uh, it's Burning Bright episode 10. Sorry we missed a week. The left side of my head decided to fall under nuclear attack. But I'm back. I can mostly hear and things are much better. Uh, so, um, like I just said, this is episode 10. Uh, if you haven't seen previous episodes and you want to catch up, you can see them at happyjacks.org slash burningbright or find them on YouTube or your favorite podcast stream along with other Happy Jacks content. Uh, this is definitely an R or M-rated game experience. Uh, I'm not going to be shy about describing grisly details. Bad things happen to good people. It's a gritty, ugly cyberpunk future uh, with a lot of problems. So those are out there on the table. Uh, if that's not your jam, cool. I understand. <laughs> There's definitely days where it's not my jam. I want to watch something happy and enjoyable. Uh, and not something that makes me think and makes me ponder about the essence of who we are as people and all of those questions. If that's too much for you, I get it. There's lots of other Happy Jack shows that are goofy romps through weirdness. Go! Have a great time! Uh, find them at happyjacks.org slash shows. Uh, especially being a game that leans into darker themes, we also use all of our safety tools here. We did a Lines and Veils document. We used an X card on our tables. Uh, so if anything comes up in play, we try and keep each other happy and safe uh, because that's the point, right? We're playing a game. We're here to have a good time, even if it's a weird time. Uh, but <laughs> it's not to hurt other people's feelings or cause badness. Because as soon as you start playing to hurt somebody else at the table, you're an asshole. And I don't want to play with you. So figure it out. <laughs> all right um let's go around the table hi everybody i'm sam uh i play kestrel who is uh definitely a replicant a grumpy one uh she is currently an lapd enforcer and a mm, disgruntledly retired combat specialist <laughs> Retired in the career way. Yeah, retired in the career way. Retired asterisk. They tried yeah. the regular way. It didn't take. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Kai. I use he, they, and she pronouns, and I'm here to play Haru, who uses they, them pronouns, and they're a replicant investigator and never a problem. <laughs> Ever. Ever. And I'm Cousteau. Oh, sorry. That was my... Earthquake creation. Sorry about that. Um, I use he, him pronouns, and I play Fiora Ritari, a LAPD veteran city speaker. Um, <laughs> a city speaker, because I, I say so many cool things all the time. Um, and um, that's it. That's it? I guess. Okay. Uh, hi, I'm Joey. Uh, I use he, him pronouns. <laughs> And I'm playing Gavin Huxley, who also uses him pronouns, uh, who is totally fine being a replicant. He's dealing with it really, really well. Mm -hmm. Definitely knew he was a replicant the entire time. Sure. It's fine. He's fine. We're fine. <laughs> That's all I got. Yeah. Everybody around the table is super fine. Everything we said all was the true. Time. <laughs> Completely. 
<laughs> All right. So, uh, our last episode, uh, we nailed down the first murder weapon mm-hmm. with uh, plasma cutter. <laughs> the weapon is not me. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> you were the, the person that nailed down <laughs> the weapon choice. Yeah. Um, so, give yourself a promotion point Yay. on that one. Um, let's see. Uh, I think, Gavin, you probably get a humanity point. For your picking out good outfits for yeah. the concert. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you will get a promotion point, Fior, for reporting things into Wallace. Yeah, a point. Oh, what did I do? Ooh, at what cost? <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, I think you'll also get a humanity point. For making a connection with the software engineer, okay, uh, and treating them like a person, okay, uh, that counts as something in this world. Yay! Um, uh, Only I, in this world, <laughs> right? Right. In the real world, you don't have to treat other people as people. What if nobody gives you some mystical point that makes you better? Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. um, it's called Karma Day. I only oh, work sure, on sure. gamification of life. <laughs> <laughs> when someone shows up and actually hands me a little point, that I can go, hey, I got better at typing. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Level up. Yeah, yeah, that'll make a difference. Um... <laughs> But uh, let's see. I think um, uh, both um, both of you will get a point of humanity for blending in fairly well at the concert. Ha ha! A little blend. awkward, but <laughs> yeah, you both like survived it. it. You know, it didn't turn into a fiasco. Nobody started shooting. Nobody started punching. Everybody survived the concert part. Um, even though, you know, I sprinkled some bad people in there around you that, you know, could have caused a problem. It's me, the bad person who could have caused a problem. <laughs> well, I mean, Josh Tyler was sitting only a few rows away. Yeah. yeah could have been a thing. There were no windows. <laughs> um, Not yet. Let's see. We get the plasma cutter. Create window. <laughs> That's a door. <laughs> um, I think, uh, Gavin, you'll also get a humanity point for making a good impression on the chief judge. Oh, okay. Cool. Mm. Come on, humanity. Well, you know what on that one? I'll let you pick. Um, humanity or promotion. Let's go humanity. Okay. Let's go humanity. Because it could be that you related like a person uh, and actually kind of engaged him in conversation. But at the same time, it's also a professional advantage to know the chief judge. It was 100% to manipulate him. Sure. So it wasn't, I was trying to make an actual connection. It was more using. Well, you can have an underhanded reason for making an actual connection. I guess that's true. Okay. All right. I'll keep humanity then. Uh, You laid eyes on Mason, the prosecutor, for the first time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You laid eyes on Neander Wallace for the first time. Neither one of those is getting you a point, but no. that happened. It was very normal. It was a very normal experience. Mm, regular human uh, eyes. It was all fine. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then Wallace had his glowing eyes at you during the concert. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is there anything else 
We found the footage of the murderer. You did! The both of you can get a promotion point for Yay. that if you filed it away. I almost forgot about that whole visit. Um, yes, so you have footage of the murderer in a dark hoodie trench coat. Um, and you've estimated their height to be about six feet. Mm-hmm. Um... You also compiled a list of other six-foot people. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, it's a pretty expensive list, so I I don't think you get a point for that one yet. Um, Because there's quite a few people around there. Yeah. Uh, Unless you just want to start rounding up six-footers. That would be a way to solve the crime, I suppose. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just set up checkpoints everywhere in the city and just start hauling in the dolls. (laughs) <laughs> not extremely tall. Just the no. some tall. Yeah, this is just the worst retelling of Cinderella ever. And everybody that bangs their head on it, we stop. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like that low bridge yeah. on the Ow. webcam. Yeah, like yeah. what eleven foot eight bridge or something yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. where you just watch trucks tin can open the top yeah, yeah, truck yeah. over and over. Again. Bad. Uh, yeah. All right. Anything else I'm forgetting that anybody thinks is a worthy point? I think the only other thing of note that I did was fill out the case file on the judge that's dead, and that's... <laughs> well, you also did a lot of research into... Um, what are they called? Uh, Replicants? The, yeah, the... <laughs> oh, the Nexus Eight. Nexus yeah, 8. I, I do have that, like... For some reason, list. Nexus just completely left um, my brain. Sure, sure. I did, I did a lot of background research. I'll leave it to you as to whether or not that's point-worthy. Some well, of it was key memory-related. Sure. Well, I'd give you humanity point for that. I mean, that's not case-related, so yeah. it's not promotion point. Yeah, yeah, No, I don't need it to be a promotion point. Sure. Because that was definitely a focus thing. Yeah. I'm doing work. <laughs> doing work. <laughs> All right. So... Now we move on to see where everybody's headed. I know you guys are headed to the after party. Mm-hmm. Where are Kestrel and Fior planning to spend the fourth shift? Uh, well, I think fourth shift should technically be downtime for downtime. us. Take a downtime. Take a break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna look into that again. I know we looked into it last time, but I'm just gonna see how bad of an idea this is now. I think we looked when we looked. Replicants can go for. Yeah, we can. But. Hopefully nothing bad happens at this party. We have to go into a fifth. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> nothing bad ever happens. Ever. Fine. Nothing bad will ever happen in this city. Uh, so, yeah, if you guys want to take a downtime, that's totally cool. We can do that, too. Yeah, I mean, I think the next thing I would want to do is go to the Esperol and look at the camera, uh, the street cameras for like around where the murderer would have come out sure, and sure. that footage isn't going anywhere so i'm gonna go take a nap that makes all the <laughs> really smart uh yeah i don't know i guess he's just gonna go probably home and um file a report and then yeah just call it a night all right actually get some sleep for once yeah try maybe yes. maybe. maybe uh Let's. Or actually, correction, he doesn't have a home yet, <laughs> so he will be apartment shopping from his car. All right. Is that what you're calling it these days? <laughs> well, I mean, there's an apartment in the UN building that's open. Uh, yeah. That's yeah. a step out of the pay grade. Yeah. I'll say. 
And then there's honestly, like, I don't even think the judge could afford it. It's more like the judge had money and was a judge. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm just saying it's a crime scene, so it's currently vacant. Yeah, I mean, so is Leah's apartment. Yeah. Not touching that. <laughs> I mean, either one, you could just go squat in until they make you leave. And if it's yeah. long enough, maybe you get to keep it. The Aurelian's <laughs> shop, that's vacant. Yeah. Mm, the shop? Aurelian's shop the Aurelian is vacant. Shop. That is, that is really little, though. It, you'd be hard-pressed to lay down in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of eyes on that place, too. I don't need that. All right. So, uh, finding a dark spot to park and get a couple of minutes of shut eye while you think about which place or where you want to aim yourself to find a place. Mm. That makes sense to me. But uh, let's roll a d8. Of course. See if anything, because it's downtime. We got to see if anything props okay. up. You have a majority chance of nothing bad happening. My brain, we got. I'm You've seen how we roll, right? I mean,. I'm not going to tell you which way you want to roll, high or low, so then you can't screw it up. We don't know, because we always roll the opposite of what we're supposed to. (laughs) Basically. (laughs) It doesn't matter. All right. Two. All right. Uh, So you spend a little time driving around looking at some of your options. There is, uh, as James pointed out in the chat, there is the option that you can sign up for an actual apartment from the LAPD. Okay. Uh, that is an option. And you basically get a duplicate apartment to what Leah had, which wasn't bad. You know, mm-hmm. you actually had a little bit of space and it's a studio, but, you know, a lot of people deal with a lot worse. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you're on the record and you have a place where you live. Yeah, yeah. Um. There's other options that you could look at, but that would facilitate you having to try and make some money mm-hmm. to be able to pay for them. Or you I mean, you get a salary, but <laughs> uh, it's it's not independent wealth kind of money to go out and be like, I'm going to get a place on the seawall looking out at the turbulent ocean. Yeah, yeah. It's not that great. <laughs> Dark. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um so you can ponder that. That's all cool. Uh, you can actually get uh, a decent night's sleep. Okay. You find a spot. I think probably the only thing that bothers you is at one point through the night, there's like somebody goes running past the car and it just tweaks you into consciousness enough to be like, is there a problem? Mm-hmm. And then like two more people chase after them and you're like, eh, not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. But that's about it. Okay. Uh, so you can, are, if you're missing any resolve, yes. <laughs> how many points? Um, I don't have any. Yeah, I pushed, didn't I? So, I mean, you're down <laughs> how many? So I get one? Well, or, well, how many are you missing from your maximum? I have no resolve left. Okay, so is that down three or two? Down three, sorry. So down, down three? Yeah. Get two back. Okay, sweet. That's a pretty good night. Yes, it is. That's the most resolve I've ever got. All right. What's Kestrel doing for downtime? Um, I think I want to go to a pawn shop and sell those electronics that we got mm-hmm. from the scrapyard guy. Okay. Um, And then go home and take a nap with my giant dog. Sure. You can absolutely make a stop on your way. Um, just roll uh, Empathy Connections. Not my best forte, but we'll do it. <laughs> That's just to see how nice a pawn shop you get, or okay. like a pawn shop, what kind of deal they really need. Okay, gotcha. So the more successes, the more likely you are to come out ahead on your filling. Find a good place. I got stuff to sell too. 
Uh, no successes. Okay. <laughs> so, you end up in front of a glass counter. There's a bald guy that looks at you and says, the best I can do is two chingin points. That's fine. Okay. And he writes up the paper and hands you the money and you're good. Great. That's two chinyan I didn't have before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> four. With more successes, you could have gotten a lot more. But Fair enough. I don't think she some. probably knows what the stuff is worth sure. and doesn't really care. She's free money here. Just... Yeah. You did it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, uh, you get back to your apartment. Things are calm. Mm. Brick is waiting. Doing the hidey hole thing, like in a random spot. <laughs> uh, in this case, your couch is like six feet away from the wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> like pushed it to yeah. hide behind it. It's like at an angle, though. <laughs> you can't see me. <laughs> Two hundred um, pound dog. <laughs> just little tufts of hair out over the top. You know, just a, just a little. I feel like she's like loudly like, "Ha! Huh, I wonder where Brick is." <laughs> and then you just start hearing. And then eventually hops out on the couch like, "Hi, welcome home." <laughs> um, roll a d8. Okay. And we'll see how the rest of the night goes for you. I got an eight. Oh, nice. I hope. I don't know. I know. Like, let it be good. Um, oh, it's going to be good. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, no. Don't like that italicized good. Two dead bodies. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. Um, so you get a phone call. Okay. And it is. The Wallace AI that you guys have interacted with mm-hmm. on the vid phones and stuff uh-huh. before. Um, the, after it's made the connection, you can see that it does like some kind of verification thing mm-hmm. of like who you are, right? Like visually, like you see the face, and the face does like a full, like literally, like they're scanning you yeah. from top to bottom kind of thing. Um, and when it's done, the AI goes, there's a problem with a Wallace employee. I'm trying to notify you ahead of when you'll hear through official channels, but this is an emergency. I would prepare yourself. Prepare myself for what? Uh, there has been some violent crime committed. Can you tell me? I'm not sure what. Who the employee is? And you, it almost looks like they're fighting with themselves. Um, you you and your group have interacted with a senior vice president, Quell, from our PR team. And it appears that Quell has been the victim of this crime. Oh. I should not be making this phone call, and there will be no record of it on your phone. I appreciate it. Do you know Quell's last location? Yes, and gives you like the this Wallace housing unit. Oh no. Okay. It's not in the main building, but it's another building now. Yeah, okay. I'm not able to see inside 
to know what happened. Do you know how long ago it occurred? Um, sometime in the last seven or eight minutes has been when I've been blacked out. Okay. Oh. Um, thank you for the information. Do Is there a way to contact you off record if necessary? Uh, you can always just call our main switchboard line and I'll answer. Okay. Uh, I didn't hear this information from you, but my colleagues will be notified, obviously. Certainly, certainly. Thank you. I appreciate your discretion. Get right on it. I'm stepping a little outside my bounds here. I understand that. <laughs> I, From what I've gathered, uh, you and your team are used to that. Yeah, sometimes the bounds are a little uh, <laughs> not conducive to getting the job done. Indeed. Uh, in an effort to assist the situation and prevent any further problems, uh, I'm trying to Move things along quickly. I have a weird question. Uh, do you know if Quell knew judge's name? Uh, judge Amalfi? Amari. Amari. Oh, oh, the original judge. The original no, judge. They, yeah, um, well, I'm sure they were familiar with each other. Uh, I, they moved in a similar circle of social status. Uh, I don't have any records available of direct regular communication um that's what i wanted to know yeah I, I wouldn't have called them friends but acquaintances certainly fair enough okay i'll let you know if i have other questions very good looks like i've got somewhere to be well i appreciate it again no problem and this time it actually hangs up you don't get the like customer service mm -hmm. routine. <laughs> <laughs> uh i think the rest of the team immediately gets a uh KIA message that's like, we have a problem. I'm asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, will it wake me up? And I'll give them kind of, I won't give them like the source of the information, uh, but I'll let you guys know that an anonymous source told me that something happened to Quell and I'm heading to check it out. Is there a way to silence the KIA as in you would going to see a live performer through your cell phone? Yeah. Pretty sure mine's on silent. Okay. Don't know if I'm gonna get that message. Entirely yeah. fair. That is also that that's mm. a you choice. Yeah. How does experiencing live music for the first time in a real <laughs> meaningful way? I don't think that they're paying attention to their KIA. <laughs> Which you did the right thing. Yeah, I mean it, that here neither nope. here nor there if you guys get the message. It'll she's going one way or the other. Problem for future us. <laughs> you mean fifth shift us? <laughs> You're the only one that's like bright and chipper in the morning. Like I slept great. Yeah. Oh yeah. If I go do this now, that means my downtime is not a downtime. No, I'll give you your downtime okay. still, but you're only gonna get one result back. That's fine, that's all I need. Oh okay. Sweet. Okay. So uh let's go to the after party. Um <clears throat> you guys filter into it's kind of like a banquet hall adjacent. You know, there's there's seating for people around. And it's set up like a typical sort of reception party at like a big event. Tables around the outside. There's a little milling around dance floor. Nobody's dancing, but it's there. Um, there's another buffet set up and a bar at the end. Um, eventually... 
you see that there's other musicians that file into like a balcony up top and they start playing like chamber music. Mm. Um, just stuff that you've never heard before. Um, but like harpist is up there and yeah, it's, it's a whole bunch of people up there that are just playing down to the crowd. Uh, and people are milling around and having conversations and you can see that there's sort of a, a line of folks or a gaggle of folks that are trying to get up and do some FaceTime with the, the maestro and, and the, uh, uh, pianist mm -hmm. soloist. Um, and yeah, yeah, you're let loose on this hall. Uh, after they scan your little ticket, you can come right in. Okay. How difficult would it be to kind of cut our way through the swath of people to the maestro and the, the soloist? It wouldn't be that hard. Uh, if you want to, like, elbow your way to the front, that would be a little weird. Right. But you could get over there and kind of join the herd and spend a few minutes filtering closer until you're actually saying hi. Kind okay. Of, kind of depends on how you want to work that. Right. So the maestro and the soloist were two people that our victim spoke to. Pretty immediately uh, before. So I definitely want to speak with them. Um, the judge may know something if he's still here. He seemed rather unsure of himself. He was going to make it to the party. Is he there? Um, do uh, intelligence observation. Okay. Intelligence observation. Two D8s. Nope, that's D10. Uh, seven and an eight. All right. Uh, the judge is posted up at the end of the bar on a stool and he's got his big uh, shillelagh cane just casually leaning up against the bar sort of next to him. Like he doesn't even, it doesn't even occur to him that somebody could come by and be like, that's $3 million worth of wood. Thank you. Yeah. Like not even a care. And he's just sitting there. He already has like an empty glass and he has another one that he's drinking something out of. Oh, good. Love that. Uh, what about his six foot tall bodyguard who seemed kind of menacing? Um, not immediately next to him, but you can see him sort of standing off behind a fern, with kind of a planted thing. <laughs> not like <laughs> tearing through it like Mwah! with like you know camouflage makeup. Paul, on it. Paul Hummer Simpson, just yeah. like, but like just trying to look like he's not right there next. To him. Okay, but and, he's still within a step and a half that he could get over there and do something if something were to go weird. Does he appear to be drinking anything, holding anything? Um, he's got a glass. Um, it's a clear liquid in the glass. Mm. Um, and it's got a little like lime on a toothpick sort of garnish to it. You can't tell what it is. Okay. He's holding it in his hand. You've not really seen him drinking much, but he takes a sip occasionally. Okay. Water could be GNT. Mm. Oh, I want a GNT now. Um, <laughs> susceptible. So that guy over there, uh, bodyguard of the judge, mm -hmm. fits the description of someone they saw leaving and entering the victim's apartment. Mm -hmm. May not be a bad idea to get some kind of fingerprint, some kind of DNA. I could do that. I love that. Why don't we... Will you go ahead and take care of that? I'll talk to the judge, see if I can get anything out of him. Will we wait, wait for the crowd to disperse a little? Also, I feel like having a bunch of prying eyes on us actively asking 
whether or not they know anything about the murder of somebody. This doesn't seem like a crowd's going to keep that to themselves. And you seem to be uncomfortable in a place like this. Oh, I'm intensely uncomfortable, but I'm used to everyone listening to everything I say. Just like a fish to water. That's terrifying. <laughs> I'm going to rough up a six-foot-tall guy. <laughs> Thank God I did that already. Uh, yeah, so we'll go and... Uh, well, let's take care of roughing up a what's, six foot Yeah, what's your, what's your plan? Uh, as much as it's... Oh, yes, yeah, so I'm going to go rough him up. Uh, Haru is going to go to the bar, get, I think, actually a G&T. Okay. Look to make sure that it's garnished similarly. And bring it over to this bodyguard, kind of to flirt their way into getting them to pay attention and trading glasses. Okay. Uh, well, it's easy enough to get a similar-looking drink, mm -hmm. right? No problem. Um, and at first, they're pulling out a, a gin that's got, like, a bright purple tint to it. But then you're like, no. no, no, no. <laughs> and they go back. Simple. Yeah, yeah. They go back and, and do pull out a different one and, and makes you a drink that looks just the same as what you can see over there. Perfect. Uh, that's no problem. Um, getting over there, uh, what's your approach? Like, what? Um, Haru, who is probably shorter than this fern. Sure. Um, approaching from the bar side and just kind of, like, ca pretending to casually walk over and, like, lean against the planter and to kind of, like, look at the fern and be like, hmm, is this a real fern? Um, the discerning eye of a wealthy person would clearly wonder whether or not this is a real fern, right? This is how rich people behave. They have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> um, but they're going to walk over and inspect the fern and be like, oh, I didn't see you there. Okay. Uh, you look at the fern, you get over to it, and by golly, it's a real fern. That's unhinged of them. Um, and there's, there's probably a... about ten of them spaced out through the room. Ugh. <laughs> They do, like, take a moment and genuinely sniff the leaves of this fern. Sure. Um, and, I mean, you even get the smell of the pot on the earth that it's in. Um, and, you know, it's well-balanced. And someone takes very good care of the... Um, and you can actually tell, when you're thinking about it, you can tell that... In this room, there's like air scrubbers and circulators mm -hmm. going that weren't in the main concert hall. Probably just to keep these ferns happy and healthy and everything. Wild. Um, and like it probably, they probably kick into balance like CO2 levels when there's people in here versus when there's not. It's all kinds of stuff like that. I think that they were going to be like, oh, I didn't see you there and just kind of like pretend like they didn't see the six foot tall person standing behind the fern when they walked over. But they genuinely are like, can you? believe that this is real? Uh, do what? Empathy? <laughs> empathy manipulation? Yeah. Is this really happening? <laughs> is this really happening? <laughs> Just fern-based flirting with Haru. <laughs> Arborist? General plant enthusiast, I guess? Oh gosh. We're pushing. That's, oh my that's God. a stone cold tragedy. That's not happening it's a, here. It's a, it's a given when the plants involve. How do we do uh, this? I would just. Burn! Burn! You just run up to a stranger and go, burn! Throw your drink at them. Yeah. Burn! 
<laughs> oh, that's so much better. One success. Okay. That's enough. All right. It was going to be a one. <laughs> mm. Wow. Just give me the image. That would have been so delightful. Uh, David Bowie on. How did you light it on fire? <laughs> Not the plan. <laughs> Why? Uh, All right. Um... And you you see, and he kind of looks down at you, looking closely at the fern, and kind of cracks a smile, right? Like, yeah, I, you know, I heard that they spend millions every year just on this room. That's it's kind of incredible. I mean, I mean, it's, I guess it's nice if you got it. Hey, if I get to enjoy it, I'm not mad about it. Yeah, I. You see, I posted up here. <laughs> yeah, you uh, working or enjoying or a bit of both. Well, mostly working. Mm. And he kind of gives like the head nod over mm-hmm. to the, the judge at the counter. Well, see, we've got similar taste, and they hold up their their glass and kind of swirl it around a little. Mm. Cheers. And uh, how full is his drink? Just a, a couple of swallows down. Uh huh. Full, full. Um, Hardix throws back their whole drink. Okay. Uh, I'm going back. Do you want another? Oh, well, sure. Sure. Here, I'll take your glass. Thank you. I appreciate it. They take it and they go back and they get two, but they do not return one of the glasses. <laughs> um, and they very carefully just slip it into their coat <laughs> as best as they are able on the way back. <laughs> All right. Uh, do an agility stealth. Yeah. Oh, damn. Got good numbers and is, things. Is it de- okay? I was going to ask is this, is this decent ability <laughs> for Haru? Yes. Okay. I've got to roll in the tray, though. Hey, two successes. Okay. That's good, because you needed to. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, what? Oh, this is a trained security replicant. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. knows what he's doing um, and was watching. Yeah. Um, but you managed to casually get to the bar and make it look like you set down two glasses. In the pile of, like, yeah. the, the, the empties pile on the tray that all bars seem to end up with. Yeah. Nice. Uh, and you notice... Just with, since you got two successes, you notice that he watches very carefully, mm-hmm. right? Like you're not passing your hand over his glass. You're not doing it, and like you're not fiddling with a, a ring or jewelry or anything. And he's just like, cool, all right, calm, cool, and collected. Constantly lying. Very good at this. <laughs> <laughs> he probably wasn't watching for you to steal his glass as much as he's watching to make sure that you're not putting something putting in his something drink. in his yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, they get two more. They go over. Bring them back. Sure. Happy to continue to talk about ferns and how much money people are spending on them. Uh, and yeah, I, I think he is too, right? Um, he's just like, and you can see he relaxes a little bit into chatting with somebody that's not his principal, mm-hmm. right? Like he's not normally in a position where he's making conversation with others for real here. Mm-hmm. It's usually him standing around with a teammate and they're pretending to have a conversation or they're yeah. talking about work stuff. And how do even like pivots so that they're making it so that he has like clear line of sight on the judge hmm. to kind of be like, I get you're here working, but also we can talk. 
For sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, so yeah, you have him fully engaged. Fantastic. Throughout this party. And if I see Gavin doing anything that would be like, hey, distract him for a minute, Harder would probably try and key into that, but for the most part, it's just going to talk to him. Well, let's find out. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go to the judge and uh, kind of saddle up near him on one of the stools near the end of the bar. Sure. So, how did you enjoy the performance? I'm glad to see you're here. Oh, well, I, I'm glad you made it as well. Uh, it, it was... It was delightful. I, uh, I hadn't thought about some of these pieces of music in quite a long time. So you're familiar with the pieces? Oh, yes, yes, yes. I, 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 uh, I met Danny Elfman once. Uh, That's absolutely yeah, incredible. Yeah, as a kid, I, I, I would go see his... He used to be in a, a rock band also. A rock band? Well, yeah, I the, guess that's what you'd call it, yeah. The same person did all those beautiful scores was in a yeah. rock band. Yeah. That's impossible. Believe it or not, when he started doing scoring, it's because he'd lost a lot of hearing from all the rock music. <laughs> so he's kind of a, you know, modern-day Beethoven. Who? But... <laughs> uh, uh, roll, roll an empathy... Uh, Empathy manipulation with advantage. Yeah. <laughs> Violence occurring. <laughs> Empathy manipulation. Um, yes. With advantage. And advantage is double on my double empathy. Your st- yes. My empathy. Okay. Uh, that is two sevens and a ten. Mm. So four. <laughs> yeah. All Jesus. right. You don't know who Beethoven is. <laughs> you have to endure like a seven-minute discussion <laughs> of Beethoven and how important he was. Uh, uh, but you manage to get through that, and then you're at the helm of this conversation. Less. Right? Wherever you want to go, he's going to follow. He's kind of in the, like, I'm an old man school teacher mode. Mm. So he's willing to impart information, especially historical information, just completely freely. Okay. Like, if there's something specific and, like, weirdly personal or something, I might make you roll again. But other than that, you're pretty... Like, if you're like, tell me how you felt about that judge, you know, like... Right. He'd well, be that... like, uh, hold up. Yeah, We are going to get there, but I'm going to let... Like, we're going to kind of do a bit of a wander through music for a minute sure. and then kind of loop back around, too. So, not to ruin our good time, but I am here... Uh, and I have you here, so I thought we would get some questions out of the way that we don't have to worry about setting up a second meeting at your office, just get it taken care of so we can get our T's crossed and dies dotted. Um, so the the judge who was recently uh, taken away, um, <laughs> nailing it. I think you're going to lose in a, one of your success. <laughs> No, no. Gavin is good at this. I am failing. It's fine. It's fine. It's Come on, Tuesday evening. So rich. Uh, um, <laughs> um, can you tell me anything about her? Anything that maybe most people wouldn't know as someone who worked closely with her? Oh. Hmm. Well, you know, my, my mother always said, if, uh, if you don't have a lot of good things to say about somebody, say the things people know. Hmm. Uh, I don't think that's the original idiom, but it works. Uh, but I think she did a fair job. Uh, I think 
she might have been a better judge if she spent a little less time socializing. Oh. Um, but so she had she a very up to work on time. She had a very lively social calendar. Yeah, she she had a lot of parties at her place. She came from money, so. Mm. Um. What kind of parties do you know? I assume. Well, it wasn't really my scene, but she, you know, she would have get-togethers with the well-to-dos pretty often, or she'd be attending events like this pretty often. Um, and she sort of stepped above her rank in the court system a little bit because of the fact that she was wealthy to start with. Mm -hmm. um, you know, she, she didn't exactly work the night court shifts. Uh, she uh, definitely used some influence to make sure that... Uh, I didn't get to assign her to whatever cases I wanted. Mm. Something looked like it would be rough uh, or a bad time. It was somebody else's name that ended up on the roster most of the time. Well, I'll see your idiom and raise you a colloquialism. Oh, wow. I can't wait. <laughs> I've always heard that if you don't have anything nice to say, come sit next to me. <laughs> well... Uh, well, there you have it. You know, I can I eat another drink. It seems your drink's running dry. Ooh, um, it is a party after all. It is. It is. I probably should have something light. Perhaps, uh, you know, I haven't had one in a long time. But how about a beer? Beer. Yes, indeed. All right, make that two beers. And um, so now that we're we're on the subject of things, and you know what. What was the typical... Were there any typical guests at these parties, do you think? You know, just gossip, random rumor. I'm just... I'm looking for any leads at all, really, sure. to help figure out who may have done this heinous act to this this poor woman. Well, not poor, apparently. No, no. Uh, the people on her invite lists were the same kind of people you see around here. Mm. People that had money and liked to spend it on frivolity and luxury um definitely leaning into a more hedonistic kind of a lifestyle you know they pursued the pleasures of food and drink and people i can only imagine but again any vips like any any like repeat visitors well, favorites I, I wasn't exactly on their weekly mailer but i i I'm sure you hear some things. Sure. Colleagues talk. Uh, she she was known to spend a great deal of time with uh, the previous uh, CEO of the Shimano Dominguez, one of the competing megacorps. I gotta ruin my feet. I'm sorry to keep adding NPCs for my own purposes too, but uh... <laughs> you know, we, we keep asking. We yeah, knew yeah. we knew about Shimago, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, uh, the one that was ousted actually after not getting the uh, big Tyrell sale. Mm. But they'd been friends from childhood. I think. And any idea where they might be? Oh, I'm sure they're in their corporate tower somewhere. Well, they do come down eventually, even 
Yeah. Wallace made it out to this. I know. It's a surprise. It's a surprise. He usually watches the rebroadcast. Oh, of course. Um, but I suppose even hermits like to go out sometime. Um, but no, uh, I didn't see the other one here tonight. Um, he's come before. Uh, he also uh, paid a great deal of money into that uh, big arboretum setup. I think he prob I think he sponsored these decoration here. Oh, intriguing! Interesting. Any anybody else you can think of off the top of your head? Any again? Any kind of gossip, be it well. I, above I know board she brought and... in various contract workers for some of these parties. That's what I heard anyway. Mm, mm -hmm. um, you know, hire ins to cook and serve and be enjoyed from what I hear. Mm, mm -hmm. I understand. Was there anybody who's felt that she was in their way? Anybody didn't get along with her? Anybody who was looking for a leg up by, but she was preventing that? Um, I'm sure you could say that about just about any of the other judges on the circuit. Oh. Uh, as she dodged out of, like I said, the dirty work a sure. lot of the time. Um, it's not quite the big happy family. No, but how many coworkers do you deal with that you're not friends with? I take a big swig of beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, there's only so many times that you don't get assigned to arraign people in other time zones mm -hmm. that somebody else is in working all night. Uh, I find the name. Um, the name of the prosecutor, the replicant prosecutor. Mason. 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 Uh, does she have any strong opinions about Mason? Did Mason have any strong opinions about her? Oh. I have to admit, having a replicant I... prosecutor is quite the anomaly. It is. It is. I've actually been quite impressed. Um, uh, I actually, and here's one of your successes. It gets this out of him. I've been looking at promoting him into the seat. Um, you know, uh, going from uh, a judge that wanted the least amount of work possible to a judge that seems like they've got a really strong work ethic might be just what we need to get the court working a little fast. I'm sure it's helpful when you don't have to sleep, right? Oh, well, yeah, that would be the case. But, you know, I have some, I have some feelers out kind of doing a little research and, and checking in on Mason before I make anything official. But. Well, if your investigation uncovers anything that might help our investigation, I would definitely appreciate it. Certainly, certainly. I, I know he's appeared in her court several times, but I, I can't I can't tell you there was any direct animosity or problems. You know, when you're a prosecutor, cases will go your way or they won't. Um, and sometimes you show up with a bad case. Uh <laughs> or you're stuck with a bad case. Um, so most of the time, they don't really blame judges for that. Mm. Um, certainly, I don't think enough to have them brutally killed uh, or do it themselves, heaven forbid. I, I don't I don't see that kind of rivalry there. That's good to know. Well, again, if you think of anything else in the hand-in card, 
Certainly, certainly. And he pulls out a card and hands it back to you. Mm. Um, and yeah, if uh, if you hear anything, especially about Mason here, um, let me know. Oh, absolutely. I'd you want be to happy sh- to uh, happy to hear anything you find. Yes, yeah, so you want to make sure that seat gets filled with the I'm appropriate person. In the next week or so. Oh, that quickly. Um, yes. Uh, so he the card that he pulls out to you is not a piece of like flimsy plast. It's an actual full on um embossed eggshell white yeah Yeah, yeah. that slight texture to it the (laughs) parchment texture Mm -hmm. yeah and it's got like uh the the un symbol is the embossing uh on it and he goes well there there you are thank you you have a good night you as well you as well and he kind of spins over towards his bodyguard and kind of makes a like a I'm a little drunk, but it's time to go. Just yeah. <laughs> uh, I think in the in the duration of the conversation, Haru tries to pick up the bodyguard's name. Um, sure. Kind of just the basics, just to make sure that when we look him up later, we have all of the right information. Absolutely. His name, write it down, is Logan. Great. And he doesn't give you a serial. Is he a replicant, though? Yeah, he's a replicant. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I mean, he's... If he's not, he's very sharp-eyed for a human. Yeah. Um, And he's... How do you assume that he was a replicant? And he doesn't shy away from it. It's not like he's trying to make it a secret. Yeah. Hunter doesn't really hide it either. Those two replicants talking about trees. Normal. For sure. Totally fine. Cool. And then I guess, uh, how does the crowd look around? The maestro and the soloist? Let's thinned out a little bit. Uh, there's a bunch of people that do the rush. Uh, and then they kind of break off to go get food and beverages and that kind of stuff. Um, and the two of them, they kind of seem to be sticking together. Okay. Right? Like, if at least there's somebody else going through this with me, I can make it through the... Kind of, kind yeah. of situation. I'm but assuming... both seem happy. Like, both are smiling. They're not, oh, God, these people. I'm assuming that Wallace is not here. Um, Wallace is here. Uh, he has sort of set up court at a table in the sort of back corner of the room. Okay. Uh, and he's got essentially like a double-shelled screen of security people around him and they're letting through like they're using it almost like a holding pen so like people that want to talk with him that seem to have a legit reason they get let past the first row yeah and then one at a time people are let past the second uh who then come and sit at the table next to him and he seems to have a little conversation with them and then send them on their way cool every so often how has just been looking that way then just fully Every so often distracted by, I don't know, being in the presence of essentially their maker. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Um, I think, are, are you both going to make your way over to the yeah, performers? Yeah, I'll signal okay. over to Haru. Yeah. Um, I think when you start walking over towards the maestro and the pianist, um, you hear the shuffle of people moving around. And you see that that double wall of security has ejected all of the other people 
and folded back in around Wallace, and he is up, and they are taking him out of the room. Mm-hmm. Look what that's about. And, you know, there's some people like, oh, excuse me, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. But there's no obvious thing happening in the room other than he is gone. Yeah, he is leaving. Uh, I don't know. I don't pretend to understand what makes him tick. Wouldn't surprise me if he did actually tick. Um, I do think as they exit the room, you notice outside the windows that all of the exterior lights go out. Like, it was a coordinated moment. Mm-hmm. Like, you definitely get the feeling like they have exited the room, all the lights outside shut down as a security measure. So that they're not obviously just walking across the open space to a vehicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, kind I of see. A thing. I get like, you. That's the vibe you get. Yeah, like, so one of them has the clicker. Oh, or, or somebody's connected to a network that turned off yeah. these lights for a security reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To make it harder for someone with a gun, for example. Yeah, to spot him. Or whatever. Even though he's got creepy eyes. Right. <laughs> Well, not if he's looking down. <laughs> Men like him are always looking down. Yikes. <laughs> so, um, we were talking, we were going to go talk to uh, the other important, less important people, right? Right. Right. Just to confirm what they were talking about, see if they have any ideas who our victim might have left with. Learn anything juicy from the judge? Oh, God. Quite a bit. Uh, this. Mm. Actual paper business card. I hate these people. <laughs> I got a... And they kind of just pull open their color. They're about to show, like, like you know, do you want to buy a watch? <laughs> but there's a glass in there. <laughs> oh, I knew I could rely on you. I knew it. I try. And it's, like, wrapped in their pocket, essentially, so that it's not, like, being rubbed or anything, and they're kind of hunched around it a little bit. (laughs) They're skinny and little. Uh, We may want to check in with Olivia. It seems the victim hosted quite a few parties at her place and attended other parties of a hedonistic nature. Uh, Could be someone who was let into their home on the regular, who knew how to get in. Someone who maybe stayed there and hid there. Huh. It's a big enough place. I could see how you could lose someone. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, see if we can find out what was on the itinerary recently. But first, those two. Mm-hmm. And you make your way over. It. If you don't want to insert yourself, it's going to take you like two or three minutes to kind of meander your way up through the crowd kind of kind of deal. If you wanted to, like, strong-arm your way, you could get there immediately. Oh, no. Let's... No. We don't want to draw too much attention. So you blend in, you make it up to them, and uh, both of them are like, Oh, well, you know, I hope you enjoyed the performance. It was amazing. Um, the uh, the pianist uh, speaks with the deep voice that only an incredibly long... Yeah. Uh, esophagus like can this. resonate, <laughs> um, uh, but is very gracious and and you know I I, I hope you enjoyed the the concert. Um, I'm privileged to be back to do this. It's been quite some time since I was here in Los Angeles for an extended run. Oh, uh, where have you been? Well, I toured most of the other cities. Wonderful. This wow. was my uh, colleague's first 
live music performance ever. Oh, how delightful. How delightful. It was remarkable um, to think that any one person can make all that noise. It's <laughs> wild. That's, that's <laughs> one way to look at it. I, I like that very much. Um, and you can see the maestro kind of going, I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Um, There's a bit of like a. <laughs> They're just like what? <laughs> All right. Um. Uh, and uh, the maestro says, "Well, I certainly hope that that uh, you can attend again." Uh, I would uh, love to. Our uh, social calendar gets a little complicated, uh, but uh, if I if I can ever make it back. Well, we certainly will look forward to it. Now we are here on a. Professional um, errand. Uh, we are currently investigating. Uh, has her out of character? Has the death of the judge been made public yet? Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's okay. it's out there in the news that okay. this judge has passed. Okay, the details, not so much. Yeah, but okay. yeah, yeah, we're here uh, seeing what we can find out about the last few hours that. Amari Belsley. That's them. Uh, oh, oh. Yes, a tragedy. Yes, it, it really is. And so we're trying to figure out, piece together her last couple hours, where she was, who she spoke with, her demeanor, who she may have been with. Oh, oh well, she greatly enjoyed the performance the other night. Um, came and spoke with us at length about uh, some of the music and... Um, Things she hadn't heard before, and how um, familiar are you both with Judge Belsley? Um, well, she's been a regular here uh, at the Symphony, so only here. Um, I've attended a few parties she's thrown. Um, this is the maestro. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I've attended a few parties she's thrown, and and uh, she's always been a wonderful host, and her apartment is beautiful. It really is. Mm. Any parties recently that you may have thrown that you may have attended or that you know of? Oh, the last one was probably a month back. Mm. I mean, it's been a bit. Um, I think she invites me to show off that she's cultured. Mm. And what you was know. your general impression of the judge and her demeanor and... Oh, she seemed nice enough. Um, she always wanted to be the most interesting person in the room, um, which can grow a little tedious sometimes. But uh, other than that, fine enough. Certainly that's not a rare thing amongst people. Oh, absolutely not. Uh, was she with anybody when she was here last? Um, this is out of character. I think she, her assistant dropped her off. Yeah. Yes. She, she went in. Here Olivia came and and, and she left on her, her own. Off. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Okay. So, no, I, I she attended on her own. She's friendly with other people that have seats mm. around mm -hmm. her. So, you know, she often... Is she friendly with Mr. Wallace? Oh, I don't know if anyone's friendly with Mr. Wallace. <laughs> Have to get um, past the barrier. I'm um, not certain Mr. Wallace is friendly with himself. Why would you say that? Well, he just 
he comes and attends, but he rarely shows much appreciation. That's what happens when you can make your own friends. <laughs> I suppose that's true. You don't have to work very hard if you get to... Huh. And she kind of chuckles. <laughs> and he goes, huh, I, didn't, I hadn't thought of it that way. <laughs> Why bother learning social niceties if you can tell people what's nice? Well, at least you're here to show us actually nice things. Um, do you both have a way that we can contact you outside in case we have any further questions? Um, who exactly are you here working for? Oh, badge. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I apologize. Oh, oh we was were... there something untoward about her demise? We're we're just doing due diligence, making sure that we understand everything that happened. She was she was important enough. Maybe not the most interesting person in the room, but definitely someone that certainly, certainly. gotta check all the boxes. Make mm -hmm. sure she. I understand things have to be done correctly. Yeah. Mm hmm. Uh, hmm. Hmm. Interesting though. Uh. Well, certainly, certainly, and she hands. You know, she yeah. gestures off her contact information. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Um. Are there? People that you would have noticed at these parties that were regular visitors, regular guests, or anybody you think that we may benefit talking to, who maybe knew her relatively well. Hmm. Even if you just have names, we can circle back with her personalist. Oh, well, uh, she did always gravitate around, what's his name? What's Jaden, I believe is his name? He used to be a big CEO, but they, his board voted him out huh. years back. Do I know who Jaden is? Um, Jaden is the Shimano Dominguez yeah, yeah. person. Huh. He attends regularly here at the concerts as well. I didn't see him tonight. Did you? No, no, I didn't. I haven't. I certainly haven't seen him yet. And she kind of looks around the room. All right. Was he in attendance or in attendance the last night that she was here? Yes, huh? They chat with each other. They have seats near each other. Hmm. Hmm. He's a big sponsor. And has he attended any of the parties that you attended? Yes, yes. Hmm. But I, I'm not telling you that I saw them doing anything untoward. No, oh, of course not. Anything like that. Just another piece in a interesting puzzle. You know, someone as well connected as she was. Certainly, certainly. And he's never been anything but kind. I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Well, I don't think I have any further questions. Mm -mm. <laughs> well, thank you both for a lovely evening. It was oh, absolutely spellbinding. Absolutely. This was this was fun. Yes. It's interesting to talk to people about something other than the music once in a while. <laughs> I'm sure. Huh? You probably uh, probably get a lot of that in your line of work. That most of the people that talk to you want to talk about police things. I'd never really thought of it that way, but I think you're right. It can sometimes be hard to make an actual connection. Isn't that right, Haru? Haru is actively searching for words. This is something that they clearly have not put any thought towards whatsoever. Usually that's not the first thing that I think of when I think of the things that people talk to me about. Maybe I just don't notice. <laughs> Anyways, you did a wonderful job. Um, I'm going to be thinking about some of that for a very long time. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Sometimes that's the spark that gets the creative spirit going. So maybe someday you can come back and play with us. I didn't know I had one. Maybe <laughs> I do. I would love to see Haru play with you all here. 
Thank you. Haru <laughs> just like turns. Just like, oh no, this is now awkward. I don't know what to say. <laughs> and I think the pianist catches it and is like. <laughs> All right, I'll excuse us from the conversation. Cool. You guys are good. All right, is there anything else at the party you wanted to do before you go? Hmm. And a few moments into your conversation, you see the lights outside the windows come back. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think at this point, Haru finally checks their KIA. I'm assuming that it is around that time that we've gotten this message from Kestrel. You got the message from Kestrel lining it up in your head almost the same time that Wallace was taken up. Like, that timing lined up. And I think Haru, who never shows anybody their KIA, oh. ever, <laughs> even if it would be so much easier for this to occur... <laughs> Just fully points it at you, Gavin. Mm-hmm. And be like, we need to go. I look at it. I go turn mine back on. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Um. Shit. And we go. Yeah. Okay. Um. If you'll excuse me a moment, I need to use the restroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will be right back. Oh, after awesome. these messages. Wallace's team got a phone like call too. Really <laughs> yeah. yeah, they. Mm, mm. Where did you say, Sam? Uh, it sounds like Wallace's team got a phone call too. Mm, probably. Yeah. Hunted everyone in the room out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> nope. <laughs> yeah. Part of me really hopes happened at Wallace Court. Wow. Yeah, me too. Why? Should we go in? I want to go touch it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I just want so the idea that Prince Prospero's mm. castle is not impenetrable. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Oh, it's been penetrated. Okay. Oh. <laughs> you guys just don't know it. Because <laughs> that's how Fior is. Wow. <laughs> no, sorry, that was so awkward. Oh, God. <laughs> Ooh. Uh, Rewind. Delete. Choices. <laughs> no. Choices Words were made. have meaning. Mm. <laughs> that one was awful in you, Ando. Oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been there. <laughs> well, we've I think it's been just there. us that hasn't. Oh, yeah, just you two haven't been. been. Weird. Mm-mm. Can't imagine why. Nope. No, I was. Hiding, hiding from something? No, I was at Wallace. I spoke to that engineer. No, we're the only ones yeah. that have it. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we have. Yeah, yeah. All right. You missed nothing. Nothing bad was said. Feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Something about entering Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> the different show than I probably. Oh, Jacks. Nights. All right. So, um, excuse me. Kestrel, you'll get there first. Okay. Um, Are we still in shift four? Yes. Okay, just checking. Yeah. That's what, so I know where to put my notes. Sure. In the little box. Um, This is like the tail end of shift four. Okay. So, if this becomes a long, drawn out thing, it's going to roll over. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see what happens. That'll be really funny, honestly. That's real cute. It's going to be really cute for me. Uh, so, you arrive at this obelisk of a tower. It's obviously done in the same design 
as the Wallace Megid structure. They okay. Brought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's got windows. Like, mm-hmm. the main Wallace building does not really have a lot. Um, this, you can see that there's... On the the two sides, it's got um, almost similar to the old World Trade Center building. In that it's got, like, strips of stone and windows between. Okay. Uh, down the two sides of the building. And then on the outside edges... It looks like there's actually like step out balconies up and down. Okay. Um, but it's it is a Wallace controlled and owned building that they provide for housing or whatever storage they need. Whatever gotcha. Um, what's your approach? Uh, I'm gonna take a spinner, I guess. Sure. Does it have like an obvious entrance? Yeah, I mean you can. You, Taking an LAPD spinner, you can land where you want to land. Yeah. I just so. want to go to where likely the security desk is to be like, hey, there's a problem. <laughs> sure, sure. Um, you get there. Uh, you land, and it's a secure sort of landing thing about halfway up the tower. Okay. It, like protrudes off. Uh, a la, you know, Star Wars cities mm-hmm. where like it's just kind of a outgrowth on the side of the building. Precarious, unrailed. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, this has like a safety, <laughs> like a half height kind of retaining wall around the outside edge, but it's not full Star Wars. Put somebody or, over or, that or, easy. Lord of the Rings dwarf <laughs> architecture. Yeah. Like, no OSHA here, baby. <laughs> Handrail in sight. Yep. Um, but uh, you land there and. You can see that behind, like, a glass set of doors, you can see that there's some kind of a reception desk. And sitting behind it, there are two. Um, they look like almost like armed patrol cops. Okay. But they're not actual LAPD. Like, they're dressed like police officers, but it's a security guard kind right. of a gig. Um, so she'll walk up to the glass and just hold her badge up at them. Sure. And it takes a minute, but one of them's like, oh, and lets you in the door um, and says, what What can we do for you? Uh, hi, I'm Kestrel with the LAPD. Um, I got a, a call from a colleague uh, to come and check on one of your residents. Oh, all right. Um and just one second, like, asks to see your badge. Yeah. Um, scans it with the machine and, and hands it back. Uh, you can see that one guy's got a full um, uh, last starfighter, like, pulled over the eye thing. Oh, <laughs> yes. Uh, that's kind of... Like, Krill. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he kind of, after your badge is scanned, it's clear he, like, gets your public... Yeah. Information there and make sure it's you. And he goes, all right, well, um, just one second. And he kind of logs in your arrival and then he's going to escort you to where you need to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we just need to know uh, an apartment number or. I assume I got name. that uh, from sure. yeah, yeah. the AI and I'll give it to uh, him. Oh, oh, very good. Um, I'll, I'll take you up. Um, and he stands up and the little thing retracts and he walks you over to an elevator. Um, 
that whisks you upstairs. Not as smoothly as the other UN building elevator um, that didn't really feel like you were moving. Mm -hmm. Um, But this one gives you that impression of slightly more G's (laughs) as you start to rise. Um, And you get uh, up to a floor that is very nice. Um, It's all done in the Wallace Stone kind of a theme of the interior hallway. Um, And he takes you over to a door um, that isn't sealed all the way. Okay. Um, There's a fabric stuck in the door. Okay. (laughs) And Uh... he kind of looks at that and is like, um... All right. Uh, I just will need your badge again to open the door, or are you ringing? I think we're going to go in. We're going to go in quietly. You're going to be my backup. Oh. All right. And like, <laughs> he made this guy stay. <laughs> he, he Come on, like, Paul Blart. He takes a step back, and he reaches exactly. down, and he pulls out, like, a, sort of a stun stick kind uh-huh. of a thing. Like, you can see he kind of turns it on, and he's like, okay. Uh, you just have to present your badge to the terminal. I will. We're going to go in there. If you see anyone suspicious, you can use that. If you see anything suspicious, you're not going to touch it. All right. Got it? Sure. Okay. Um, you should maybe yell suspicious. <laughs> if you think I should. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if... If it's just a person that should be there, I don't want to hit them. <laughs> Look for somebody that looks like they're about to do or has done a crime. Oh, okay. I'm about to show up here. Are you sure that's the one you want to do? <laughs> In the apartment, specifically. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> If it comes down to it, we'll roll and see how well he does. This is really good. Worst case scenario, this guy's going to be a meat shield. Mm. (laughs) Worst case scenario, this guy hits you by accident. Well, that's true. Um, You look suspicious. We'll see. Well, no, he'll just be like, ah! (laughs) How did this guy get this job? I love this guy. (laughs) Who who tries to rob a Wallace building? That's fair. He's a door monitor. Yeah. He's the person that will accept packages. Yeah, I've lived that life. Based on his question, line of questioning, she's going to actually, you know what? What's going to be really important is for you to make sure nobody else comes in this apartment. So you're going to oh. stay right here. Oh, all right. Got it? I can do that. Great. <laughs> okay, and he kind of turns around and he's looking down the hallway in both directions. Like Now he's going to hit Haru. He's ready. Yeah, now, Probably, now yeah. <laughs> Okay. For sure. You guys uh, are going to get out of the elevator. He's just going to be like, ah! Full Han Soloing it. Good. Screaming, running, shooting. Yeah. Yelling, mm-hmm. suspicious! Suspicious! <laughs> 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 All right. Oh, so I'm going right. to scan my badge. I'm going to take the fabric and pocket it because it's evidence. Sure. It gloves on. So uh, as you scan your badge, a display lights up. Um, and... It kind of goes through a whole, like, double checks with the LAPD, and it registers the fact that you're opening this door with the LAPD and and all of that. Um, 
you actually see on the screen, it says sort of like in the middle of this text readout, you catch your eye because it blinks twice. It says, thank you. <gasps> um, and then proceeds to scroll off the screen. And, um, the, the door slides open silently. Mm-hmm. You catch the piece of fabric. Uh, it looks like a part of a coat. Kind of. Okay. Um, and inside you find a minimalist looking apartment. It's very nice, but spark. Great. Right? Good line of sight. Um, <laughs> like, um, true. not to go back to Star Trek The Next Generation again, but it's kind of like Data's mm. quarter. Oh. Right? Like, there is a bed. Minus spot. Uh, <laughs> right, there is no animal <laughs> inside. Um, but And there's no, like, homemade art anywhere. <laughs> but it's that, like, there's clearly a work desk that's set up. Um, and you see, it's a sort of a studio apartment, but it's very nice. Okay. And it does have a balcony. You Great. can tell because the door's open and... The, the breeze is blowing the curtains. Ah, okay. Ooh. Um, so I am going in gun drawn. Sure. Um, when you get two steps inside, you see that what little furniture there is in this place has been pushed to the sides of the space. Okay. You can tell because spread out on the floor is... I guess maybe the right would would be a diorama of Quell. Oh, cool. Made from Quell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, where like every joint has been disconnected and spaced out, and there's a holographic display of the names of all the bones and Whoa. ligaments and everything that kind of is shifting in this kaleidoscope of medical terms. Uh, but literally every piece has been cut and separated and laid out. Almost like uh, if you watch The Expanse, did you at all? Uh, yes. There's that bit where the alien intelligence or whatever explodes out the spacecraft mm-hmm. probe with people in it. And everything just kind of comes apart. It's like that. Where Quill has just been separated into constituent joints. Gotcha. So it's like one of those plastic model sheets where you got to pop out all the little bits kind but without of, the yeah. structure. Yes. Okay. But instead of sprues that you'd have to cut and sand, yeah. it's holographic little pointers. It's like how they recommend assembling clocks. Yes. Where you lay it out. Like lay diagram. everything out on a clean yep. surface and you mark it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Um, I'm going to not touch any of that. I'm going to clear the room and make sure nobody's in here. You don't see us all. Okay. You can go and clear the bathroom. There's yeah. nobody in there. However, there is a, a rhyme of blood in the tub okay. in the bathroom. Mm. All right. <clears throat> because the diorama is mostly bloodless. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go back to the door, and I'm going to tell our friendly, uh, not very good security guard... Um, we're going to have some more LAPD officers coming here. Oh, all right. Is everything all right? No. <laughs> oh. I'm going to need you to go back down to the front desk, and you're going to let my colleagues in. 
Oh, very good. Uh, I can do that. Um, is there an ongoing threat I should lock down the building or? Unlikely. Uh, the perpetrator has probably already left the building. Um, do, what is your security camera situation? Um, it's all controlled by the Wallace Central Intelligence. Okay. Do you have access to that footage or will I need to contact Wallace for it? Um, we don't have access to that here. Okay. Does your system log when people come in and out residents? I'm sure it does, yes. Okay, and you don't have access to that? No. Great. You're good. You can go back to your desk now. All right. Um, sorry I couldn't be of more help. No, this was great. You didn't let anybody in the hallway. You're right. I did not see anyone. Perfect. Good job, buddy. <laughs> like 3 a.m. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this man. I wasn't even supposed to be here today. Yeah. So he wanders off back down the Dismiss. hallway. Dismissed. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm going to call it in. Uh, I'm going to send you guys a message first. Um, and just say, I think we have a serial. Uh, Quell is dead. Get here. Bisected question mark? Little more than. Quadsected? <laughs> Keep the numbers going up. <laughs> you just get back. There's a lot of parts. Yikes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and then after I alert the team, I'll call it into dispatch. Um, when you call it in, uh, dispatch takes the report. Um, and in the process of taking the report, uh, like, it's automatically, like, you can tell dispatch is doing a lot of subroutines, right? Um, the first being that the hallway that you're in, the lighting in the hallway turns to, like, emergency red and blue. Mm -hmm. um, and going up and down the hallway, you hear all of the other apartments lock. Great. Um like you hear like chunk, like big chunky deadbolt kind of lock noises. Um, the um, the doors out onto the balcony mm -hmm. also slide shut. Okay. And lock. Annoying. I mean, I'm sure you could get the yeah. open. Like, <laughs> not impossible to reopen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just to secure the sure, same yeah. kind of situation. That makes sense. Um. <laughs> no, break them down. We're I mean, coming. Yeah, they're or the ones that'll definitely be through the window, yeah. through the patio door, not the. Yeah. She understands security-wise, but she's a little bit like, "You moved something in my crime scene." Yeah. Well, on the plus side, the dispatch doesn't leave fingerprints. That's true. So, yeah. So, it's good. Um. The um uh the three of you at that point, you guys are on the way. But the three of you all get like an official like this goes through your do not disturb mode yeah. kind of big alert thing. Um and uh yeah, that's that's what you and dispatch is like it's been reported, um backups on the way. Uh I've sent uniformed officers to make sure the building maintains security and your team has been alerted. Appreciate um, it. I've also contacted the deputy chief and 
my counterpart at the Wallace Corp. Good job. I think in transit, uh, Haru puts the glass somewhere safe so that we're not entering an active crime scene with possibly evidence from a different crime. <laughs> Thank you for knowing exactly Related what I'm going to tell you to do. <laughs> exactly. Bursting out of the car. You can just set it in the cup holder. No, it goes in like a special <laughs> evidence container because knowing sure. Haru, they'd also pick it up and try and drink out of it. <laughs> sure. Um, the fabric that was in the door that looks like part of a coat, does the color match the murderer that we saw on it what? does ah. <laughs> six foot tall missing part of a coat now mm-hmm. building a profile <laughs> although that does kind of make our glass rather mute mute yeah it's okay it's fine i it's mean fine. he might have been very busy before the concert yeah it's true it's oh that's true we don't know if time of death yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it's not, it depends <clears throat> on how long it took me to get there because it was happened they lost contact seven minutes before yeah. the AI called me, and then it? however long it took me to get there. Elimination is also good. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How you, did, you did a good job keeping that guy out of the room. I did, yeah. Because he would have lost it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Here's a really normal situation, bud. <laughs> yeah, I think like halfway through she, that conversation, she was like, this guy is not prepared for any of this. <laughs> <laughs> for sure all right um so the two of you arrive uh fior are you getting up for the call or are you just gonna yeah, ride yeah, up yeah. the ship that would be my wake-up call okay so I head over. cool uh so you can head over you'll get there in a minute you're in a spinner so you can get there fast <laughs> it's not a problem um you two arrive and you can see that the building has like all of its exterior floodlighting turned on mm-hmm um the there are other spinners that were parked in this landing zone you can see like the lapd one that's parked there but um other than that all of the other spinners are like lifting off and making space like they're going somewhere else mm-hmm. um but it gives you plenty of space to land when you get landed you see the two guys behind the desk and the one guy's like like he's making all kinds of gestures at the other one the other one's like what um and they're they're kind of looking around at the lighting and they're like uh i'm looking like james bond over here right oh, yeah though? you yeah. two in your outfit yeah. yes. <laughs> i cannot wait until kestrel sees your outfit <laughs> yes. has only retained their hair and that is the only change that they have made they, are, they still look like they're out on the town oh yeah absolutely there is no time <laughs> i'm sorry it's just... and i'm gonna make very sure that everybody else handles the gross stuff i'm not getting shit on my I was gonna say, <laughs> the contrast like dressed to the nines at a wow the most horrible crime scene ever yeah it's good i don't know there could be a worse one in our future it's true right depends on how quickly you get through the evidence <laughs> no more yeah so i will knock on the glass door and show the badge oh and the, the two guys are like oh and the one guy like runs over and opens the door manually like he doesn't do it from the desk he's all hyped up like oh uh, yes yes i was told you're coming please come come inside come inside it's... we have to register you with the system but then i can take you up if you want oh which system the the security control and it's just an ai y- yes all right uh-huh. it's the wall of central ai that maintains security mm. for the building yeah, okay. 
we are expecting one more, but he could be here any time between now and tomorrow. Well, I, I'll keep watching until the end of my shift or any other. And, and when did your shift start? Um, probably like 10 p.m. Oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. And you didn't notice anything suspicious, anybody coming in that shouldn't have, anybody going out that shouldn't have? Um, no, no. What floor are we going to? Ah, well, just right this way. And he scans your badges in, as long as you let him. Mm-hmm. Very tentatively, Hunter <laughs> does let him. Okay. Um, he scans your badges, and then the the other guy this time is wearing the, the eyepiece. And he kind of looks at each of you and goes, all right, all right. Uh, and then he goes, oh, I'll take you up. And like the, uh, the excited guy runs over the elevator and hits the button. Um, and then the whole way up, he's like, I, I can't believe there's been something that needs all this police attention happening. Um, if there's anything I can do for you, please just let me know. Your residents, are they mostly uh, humans or replicants? Um, I believe there's a mix. Okay. Uh, the Wallace Corporation provides housing for both. On site specifically, though, mostly mixed, not mostly replicants? Um, there is a mix of both. Uh, the Wallace Corporation employs quite a few replicants, but uh, there's, all, from what I understand, there's a lot of value in selling replicants rather than keeping them. Yep. So I believe that while some are employed by the company, many are people still. They're all people. Oh, yes. That's that's what I meant. Yeah, I'm just going to sit back and let this happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hand the guy a shovel, even. <laughs> um, and he gets you up to the floor and lets you out. And you see that the lighting here is all changed to be emergency colors. Of a murder scene. Um, and in fact, at this point, it's like the lighting is guiding you down the hallway to the right door. And you can see that door is still open. And light is spilling out from inside. I think we can find a way there from here. Perhaps you should go back down. All right. I'll, I'll keep an eye out for anyone else. And if you think of anything that might be helpful that you would have seen or heard this evening. Hmm. I will certainly let you know. And any information on the resident that we can acquire would be great. Oh, well, yes. I, I can see what I can come up with from Thank you. the address. Sure. And he goes back down the That's who Wallace has for security. I, you know what? Good. <laughs> Hunter just starts walking. Can't argue with that. Um, you guys get to the apartment. Kestrel, you're standing there. Uh, I think while they're making their way up, um, I'm not going to touch anything, but I do want to take a look at the pieces to see if the edges look like they're cauterized in the same way. They do not. Okay. Interesting. This time, Porquell seemed to have been drained of blood first. Okay. And then surgically dissected. That would take a lot. I mean, blood leaving <laughs> a ring on a tub is quite something. Yeah. Okay. So she's probably kind of like crouched down just looking at the pieces while you come in. <laughs> Honey walks in and then turns around. <laughs> she stands up when she hears you guys. She's like, "Yeah, it's gross in here. You gotta come in." Ugh. What? 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 It's Quell. Gestures at. And you kind of, after Kessel does that, 
you see that there's like the top of Quell's skull with face mm-hmm. still attached. Because all of this is still skinned. It's not just the bones. Mm-hmm. So it's like little segments. Yeah, with like the bone coming out of the knuckle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where is the um, projection coming from? Uh, there's one of those overhead AI projector. AI projector things, hollow projectors. Okay. Does that look like it was in the apartment already? Yeah. Okay. I mean, it, it looks like it's integrated in the ceiling. Correct. Got it. From okay. what we know about those projectors, can a program be installed into it to do something like this? Yeah. Okay. Is there any way to extract that program from the projector? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I want to do that because my computer's is not great, but it's all just data bits. Yeah, this is it. In no way is acting beyond like it's just a reference sheet. Yeah, but it's kind of laid out in an artistic way, and like it kind of the information kind of orbits around so that you can see the different layers as it you know kind of moves yeah, amongst yeah, yeah. it, that kind of thing. But it doesn't seem like it's telling a story. Or it's just information points. Like, mm-hmm. oh, this is a metatarsal, and this is very Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, book, right. not TV show. Yes, or both, maybe. Sure, come maybe on, Shondaland. So kept going. Who knows what kind of weird they would have run into <laughs> after they collect themselves and return with a hip flask in hand. Um, I don't even know where to start. Well, the balcony door was open. Still. When I arrived, the front door uh, was not closed all the way and pulls out the uh, fabric. This was lodged in the door. Um, it looks like a piece of the coat that we saw our perpetrator wearing in the security footage from Judge Amari's. Can I killing. take the fabric and try to suss out what I can about the fabric as being somewhat of a clothes horse? Mm. Absolutely, you can. Uh, what would that? Uh, I guess that would be uh intelligence. I'd give you observation or tech. We're gonna do observation. One d eights. Uh, that's a seven, then a four. Nice. Uh, so with a success, um, it's nice. Um, it's not too nice. It's something that a decently well-off cop could have. Okay. Right? Mm. Like, it's something that a person that is actively gainfully employed at something could probably have bought. Um, You know, the stitching is machine done and it gives the idea that it's just sort of a normal piece of a coat. It's not a huge piece. It's kind of the back split the, the tail yeah the, the tail sort of mm-hmm. bit got caught event. okay yeah and it doesn't look overly worn down so not like something that would be old that someone would have repurposed but something that no, may have I mean, been it looks fairly well taken care of okay. it's clean it's black black lining black exterior mm-hmm. much brings to mind the coat that you saw the killer in the elevator footage mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. interesting but it's again not hyper end fabric. It's not tenth generation Goodwill store fabric. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
because this is clearly done by some kind of medical professional, um, how tall is our corner? Yes, Coco. <laughs> Coco, thank you. Yes, yes. Uh, I don't, I don't get the vibe that Coco's six foot. Okay. I get short vibes from yeah. Coco. Yeah. He's probably in that. He's not at the five five or six foot line. He's kind of in that five eight, five seven, five eight kind of. Okay. Uh, what kind of flooring does this apartment have? Uh, it's the. Wallace Stone so, okay. general vibe, yeah. And no kind of scuff mark, no footprint, no... No, nothing you can see. Okay. Super handy. Alright. Any ideas on who could have done this? Uh, I think while you're looking at the fabric, Connor just kind of like, instead of looking at the dead body, which they seem to <laughs> yeah. be ill-prepared for at this moment, <laughs> they kind of do a lap around, kind of looking at how the furniture is moved... How how the the table was laid essentially for this mm-hmm. horrible display. Um, trying to figure out like um, if there's any logic or any kind of if anything is pinging about the way the room has been altered. Sure, um, you could do intelligence insight, mm-hmm. or you could just do intelligence observation. I'll take that intelligence observation. One success. Um, with one success, it looks like the actual movement of the furniture was just conducted so that they'd have room okay. for this tableau. Right? It's um, It was just a necessity because the space wasn't large enough. Uh, then Haru, after doing that, looks to these two. I'm going to just go downstairs really quick. I'll be right back. All right. And they're actually going to go down a floor and see if the downstairs neighbor knows what time the furniture was moved. Ah. Oh. All right. Um, hmm. You ring the bell um, and eventually get a response. Mm-hmm. It takes a minute. Um, and it's you the finally. Middle of the night. Yeah. Uh, you get a sleepy, groggy sounding voice. Um. Uh, a woman answers. She goes, what What can I do? What's the matter? Uh, I'm with the LAPD. I just have a quick question for you. Oh, oh all right. Uh, one second, one second. Um, and eventually the door slides open. And it's uh, just a quick glance around. It is similar in layout to the apartment you saw upstairs. Uh, but the inside of this apartment has been everything stone has been covered over right like there's and not like not well appointed mm-hmm. but like they have put up fabric over everything rugs tapestries yeah anything they yeah. can find like blanket that was like you know the mass produced fleece yeah, yeah, with yeah. prints on them and uh-huh. the prints don't match they're just like going downtown everything covered to the point where the inside of this, it looks like a cozy hole where you're just like, this is a den. (laughs) Um, You can totally go in there and be comfortable. Um, And the lady that answers, um, on the shorter side, uh, you know, like 5'1". Okay. um, Finally taller than somebody. (laughs) uh, 
and has a, a set of eyeglasses on that are very sort of sharp edged. Um, and, you know, her hair is kind of all over the place. And she's wearing a, a big furry robe uh, kind of kind of thing. She goes, oh, all right, what, what can I do for you? With their badge out, Haru just uh, wondering if you notice any disturbances specifically coming from upstairs and about what time. Oh, um, well, when I got home from work, there was some music playing. Do you know what kind? Uh, I couldn't tell you the song. It didn't seem to have words. All right. It's a start. Music playing. Uh, did you hear any furniture being moved by chance? Maybe. Maybe. There was some... It sounded like there was movement up there. I, I wouldn't have pinned that on furniture moving, but maybe? About it, what time? Oh, hours and hours ago. And it's been quiet for a while. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't have any more uh, loud disturbances like that for a little while. Oh, well, that, that's nice. That's good. Um, I'd love to be the bearer of good news. Well, no, I, I'm I'm sorry if I don't have any more. What um, what exactly time did you uh, notice the disturbance? Well, I mean, the music was playing when I got home. So. And that would be. Five thirty, six o'clock tonight. Uh, wonderful. Thank you so much. Um, we might return with more questions, but not until the morning. Why don't you? Uh, oh, very have good. a lovely very evening. Uh, I do have work in the morning. Um. I catch the shuttle at 7. Uh, I should be fine. If right. we need more, we can uh, circle back and uh, sure. contact and the, you. The AI knows how to get a hold of me. You have my apartment number. Yes. Thank you very much. Happy to help. And she kind of blearily <laughs> closes the door again, and uh, the, the light in the vestibule turns off. And how do we just... Turns around and gets ready to go back to that grim scene. <laughs> steals, steals themselves like... <laughs> Alright, Fior. Okay. You have arrived. Mm -hmm. There's space on the pad if you brought your spinner. or Yeah, I have my spinner. Sure. Um, you land. You see there's two other spinners there. And you can see the lights of several others in the distance approaching as you get here. Um, you know, the emergency... Police. Okay, please. But you land successfully here on the pad, if that's what you want to do. Yeah. Okay. Um, and behind the desk, you see the two guys. They're both sitting down at this point, but they're both like animatedly talking to each other. Like, I don't know what happened up there, but it must be terrible. Oh, they're just. Yeah. I just don't break my stride and ask them, Quell's room? Uh, and like the, the first guy's like, oh, yeah, of course. I just need to. What floor? Uh, well, I just need to scan your badge. Scan it. What? Uh, <laughs> I don't give it to him. <laughs> okay. He like he like clunkily holds up the scanner <laughs> and scans it. And he's like, oh um, yes, it's it's the the twenty third from here. Okay. We start counting from here as ground. Oh, before you live on negative two hundred. Okay, so I I head up. Uh, and he's like, I can t take you up if you want. Press the door close. <laughs> <laughs> so personable. Uh, and you get up there, and again, you see this red strip lighting, and it's 
got like a pulse that guides you down the hallway to an open door that is spilling multicolored light out into the hallway. Okay. And you get to the room, and at this point, it's it's Gavin and Kestrel that are there. The gang's all here. Welcome to the party. Pull up a, bo- a joint. Joint yeah. is what I tried to say. <laughs> you guys are dressed for a party. <laughs> Thank you. I were actually cleaned up for once. I thought it was downstairs. Yeah. Okay. That's, it's just me. You haven't made up bet. Yeah. All right. Um, what happened, Kestrel? Uh, got a tip to come check on our friend Quell here. When I arrived, this is how she looked. They. They, sorry. <laughs> this is how they looked. What was your tip? Got a phone call. Someone you knew? Yes. Like family. <laughs> <laughs> this is disturbing, disturbingly intricate. It is. Uh... I showed Gavin there was some fabric caught in the front door. Um, matches with what our perp was wearing from the judge's building. From the footage. From the footage. Cloth is fine make, but not custom, exclusive, high-end. Could really belong to anybody with some money. Not even a lot of money. Any security footage you have access to? I'm going to contact the AI at Wallace. They have all of the footage. Um, so I'll get that info from them. Uh, question about the program that's showing all the bits and pieces and labeling yeah. everything. Is it all kind of generic, or is it like Quell's cranium, Quell's <laughs> tibia? Um, it doesn't seem to be labeled like that. Okay. Um, it seems to be fairly generic. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, I don't even think it has a name associated. Okay. Like that. Um, I do think it probably does, like, identify the points, like, fingerprints. Like, there's a label pointing to the different fingerprints, and, like, there's there's coding for, like, identifying bits. So, like, there's uh, fingerprints for, like, the lower jaw that's sitting there. There's, like, pointers to each tooth. And all of the, like, fact that, oh, this would be, you know, model number, blah, blah, blah. You know, all of the replicant information mm. about that. Um, that kind of thing. That's the specific details. To it. But it's not specifically, like, each piece isn't quells blank. You know, that. Right. Are there any parts missing? Oh, that's a great question. Uh, intelligence observation. Oh, God. No. You've been doing pretty well so far, D8s. As I say that, roll two ones. Oh, that rolls, oh, neither one of those landed in the box. Let's try that again. <laughs> and mainly this, this roll is uh, to see if you move past the visceral reaction of, like, this is horrifying. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I'm willing to help if you need it. Um, I forget what that is. That is two eights. Whoa! Oh, nice. Well, what do you know? Um, Good job. You have just realized that there aren't any organs. Oh, hmm. that's bad. Not great. You found her. You found them just like this, right? Yeah. No organs. Not a single organ present. Oh, you're right. Bones, joints, cartilage. <sighs> that's. Well, 
the skin's an organ, so there's still oh, skin. Yeah. Okay. skin. Yeah. Sure. Intestines. But in the the mm-hmm. core ones. Vital organs. All the internal organs. Odd. There's uh blood in the bathtub. It seems that they were drained in there prior to being dissected. Well, good to know that they were killed here. That solves at least one question. Our perp was here for quite a while. This is not a quick action. And it seems they took souvenirs. Looks like they dissected them for parts. Did anyone hear a spinner coming coming to this level? Or they would have been visible coming in and out of the door. They would have. The security here is... Mm, in name only. I'm writing a strongly worded letter to Wallace about the security. You and me both. Um, but the cameras, the external cameras would have caught something. So external cameras that. may have caught something. Our, the killer did go in or out the front door at some point. Uh, but like I said, the balcony door was open. We would have needed tools to exsanguinate the body. Mm-hmm. Also, we would have needed something to carry the organs out in. Yes. To make these incisions. This is really precise. Definitely not the same tool as our judge. Uh, but still, it's very precise, the layout. The judge was laid out in a precise way on the mirror to effect an illusion. This is very deliberate. It's, I don't know if they're, what kind of statement they're making, but very deliberate. Saying something, that's for sure. Any chance Heckle and Jekyll downstairs are the perpetrators? <laughs> she just laughs. <laughs> no. That would be the worst plot twist <laughs> ever if I just <laughs> pulled out two nobody security guards <laughs> that you'd never seen before and I was like, guess what? They've been the killers all oh along. My. Oh my God. That would put me on Truman Capote's hit list. <laughs> Amazing. Sure. You have now all gathered in the apartment. You are a team assembled once again with a tableau of death. The moment that Haru walks in, doesn't say hello to Fjord, doesn't readdress the others in the room, goes straight over to the AI interface and just says, continue playing music. Um, You actually get, like, an error code oh. that pops up. Like, it tries to generate a response. Um... The modern day equivalent would be like when you see a Amazon Echo speaker featuring that name. I'm not going to say to be courteous to our listeners and viewers. Yeah. <laughs> um, if it doesn't connect, it just does the like light pattern around the top mm-hmm. in a cycle, and that's kind of what you get. Hmm. What were you looking for? So, the downstairs neighbor said that when she came home. At 5.30 or 6 o'clock, there is loud music and movement that could have been construed as furniture being shifted. Interesting. So, they were dead before then. This would have taken a while. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. And just laying it out takes time. Not Mm -hmm. to mention the cutting, which you said was in the bathroom. The blood was drained in the bathroom. Unclear where the cutting was done. Uh-huh. Drained? That takes a long time. It does. Our perp was here at least... What time did I get here? 
It's like four o'clock. Probably about 12 hours, 10 or 12 hours. I'm going to step outside and call the Wallace AI, see if we can get some security footage and some info on when Quell was last seen moving. I'm going to take a look around the kitchen, see if there's any kind of knives or cutlery missing that may have been used to do the vivisection. Sure, sure. Um, I'll tell you now. No. Okay. That's an easy one. Without even a roll. Because there's honestly not a lot of stuff in the kitchen. Hmm. Yeah. No um, it's, there's like a refrigeration unit. It looks a lot like Quell had a lot of takeout. Didn't do a lot of cooking. Mm. So there's yeah. not a whole selection of chef's tools available. Anything weird in the refrigerator or the freezer or anything? No. Okay. This is um, not a Dahmer situation. Well, are they, uh, were they much of a cook? I mean, are there like spices, sugar, flour? No. Any flour? Pretty much, it looks like the Blade Runner equivalent of somebody that gets all their food from, what is it, Factor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. In mm. today's world where it's just you get like pre-made trays and they reheat them and yeah, and eat. Or takeout. Yeah. One of the two. Hmm. That seems like... So there's a drawer that has plates and utensils. Um, and there's, you know, there's the most basic of cooking things, like there's a little skillet and a spatula and a couple of bigger spoons. But those don't look very used. It's mostly just the heat and eat kind of food. Um, is there any indication of like what Quell was doing in the apartment like prior to being dissected like in the judge's apartment there were like clothes draped over something sure. like she had taken um, them off to go to take a bath or whatever the looking around the apartment uh i'll give you for free um it looks like quell's clothes were folded and placed on the floor in the bathroom Okay. Mm-hmm. Similar. Okay. Any stains on the clothes? Blood? Viscera? Bleach? No. Did Quell use me? Have any cosmetics? Um, in the bedroom or bathroom? I'm sure they did. Um, there's probably a variety of things. Not, not a full like crazy vanity full of every shade of everything. It's. I just mean like foundation. Or... Yeah, there's some basic stuff. What's... There's any powder? Anything powdery, mm. I will take it and just kind of shake it around the bathtub, just looking for footprints. Sure. Or um, something. That's a great idea. I like it. Um, roll intelligence and whatever of the three your highest is under intelligence. Medical, observation, or tech. Observation. Yeah, go for it. Intelligence, observation. successes all right um you find um an almost invisible uh, scuff mark is too strong a word hmm. uh a spot where the powder you're laying down sticks because there's a thin layer of synthetic rubber that has been left by a boot of some kind okay. um and it's 
you know, uh, it would be a large boot for a woman. It's definitely in the not crazy. It's not like a Shaquille O'Neal shoe. It's uh, you know, uh, but above above average for a woman's foot. Men's eleven for a six foot tall person. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. And then I mean. That's not to say there aren't women that have had feet that large or do even now, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it's outside the norm. That's something you can observe there. Okay, just enough for size, though, but not like arch pencil. Uh, no, because I mean yeah. it was fairly clean in here, so there yeah. wasn't a lot for it to leave an impression in. Okay, this is more like the kind of scoot that a boot might leave if you were lifting something heavy. Mm. Okay. Okay. What's this? structures like around the bathtub like because to drain a body properly you would need to hang it if you wanted to drain in any kind of fast manner without getting blood all over it you don't actually i mean there's a shower head that wouldn't support a person's weight likely though doesn't seem likely and there's no like um attachment points in the ceiling or anything not that you see vampire Hmm? Yeah. Well, the thing or is, they have like a pump of yeah. some sort. They could have hose. They could have used a mortuary technique, though. Like, let the blood out, but also force fluid in. That would have increased the rate. Yeah, wouldn't we have found fluid among the body parts? We would have seen it, would have been in the tub. Yeah. The blood would have all drained in. While everyone's partying in the bathroom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> exciting time in there, boy. Oh, that's Ooh. so many humans and so many possible contamination points. Uh, Haru goes to the, the door that goes to the outside mm-hmm. and is going to try and open it. Sure. Um, you're able to open it. Yeah. Uh, there's like a manual, uh, you know, sliding door catch mm-hmm. that you're able to manipulate up. It's just an automated door. Yeah. So it was able to close and lock itself. Yeah. Uh, but you open it back up again. Um, out on the balcony, there's, um, there's several seats around, uh, what looks to be like a fire pit, Mm -hmm. right? Um, that are kind of arranged. Maybe it looks like a couple of the chairs are not, they're not lined up perfectly. Like they were moved a little bit or something. Uh, um, but more importantly, there is, uh, a big, um, knotted sort of rope attached to the balcony. Uh, they run over, they were like trying to clock back, like what time, what everyone was doing at the time that the killer might've started, that we were starting to kind of piece together. And then that thought immediately vanishes and they run towards the, the rope. Mm-hmm. Um, and look down. Uh, and it descends into the darkness beyond how far. It's a black, so yeah, you can't see. Huh. And Haru comes in, looks in the bathroom, looks at the two. Hey, Kestrel? Yeah. What do you know about fast roping? Quite a bit. I have a thing to show you. Let me see it. <laughs> <laughs> Takes her outside. <laughs> Shows her the rope. They're like, this is... I don't uh, climb. I don't, it shouldn't be a surprise to anyone. It's not. No offense. Uh, 
I'm gonna take a look at the rope. Um, assuming I have probably used this technique for infiltration of things sure. before. That I makes all like the to... sense in the world. Uh, it looks <laughs> like it's fairly professionally tied on there. It's not like somebody that was like, I've never done this before, I gotta get out of here. Yeah. Um, it. <laughs> It's not. It's also not the kind of knot that like someone that's like I got to use bed sheets to descend out of this burning building. It's. It looks like it's tied on by somebody that knows what they're doing. Um. But. Uh, yeah. what type of rope is it? Does it look like it's like something like military grade that civilians wouldn't have access to, but maybe police would? Mm, there's probably not a huge market for civilian rope. At this point, uh, like it's not a hobby that people still do. People still do shibari. Mm-hmm. Sure, wrong kind of rope. No, that's the wrong kind of rope. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, thinner rope in general. Yeah. This. this is hardy and and strong enough rope. They could be used to moor a decent sized boat. Okay. Uh, like this is this is the same kind of rope that you would see a tactical professional operator getting out of a helicopter. Yeah. Fast rope. Yeah. Like this is this is a thing. okay. Yeah. Um, but that's not to say you couldn't find it. I mean, it's L.A. Yeah. yeah. There's plenty of places that it could be acquired. Bullet Bob might. Yeah. Absolutely, Bullet Bob could probably sell <laughs> <tell> that. <laughs> okay. In fact, thinking back in your memory, there was for sure rope of the same kind <laughs> at Bullet Bob. That's right. a Bullet Bob's murderer. Bullet for sure. Bob's murderer. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take another it break, It was the Aurelian folks. the whole time. Take another the whole break. time. Yeah. Just this old man on a killing spree. Yep. It you worked made me saw. close down my butterflies. I'm going to kill everyone you know. Um, I'm going to document how the rope looks. Sure. As is. You can take pictures of it. Because we're going to have to pull it up to see how long it is. Hardy was just going to get in the spitter. Where they came from. <laughs> I thought you oh, were going to climb down it. That, I was afraid of the... So as you're looking at it, Hardy's like, I'm gonna um I'm gonna go get a spinner and just see where this ends. That's a good call. Maybe make some people angry and flash some headlights while I go, but that's fine. Yeah. Don't climb down it, please. No, I don't wanna mar the evidence. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> And without speaking to the party in the bathroom who are doing good policing, <laughs> they just leave. Oh. You're doing a good policing. <laughs> we gotta know how long this rope is. And I would say we were doing policing. <laughs> I wouldn't say we were doing good policing. <laughs> uh, but on that note, I do want to go back to the body. Very good. Or the body parts. Um, you arrived, the door is open, Kestrel standing out there on the balcony, and Haru's gone. What was that all about? It's rope. Oh. Well, we have, I guess, point of entry, point of exit? Our, uh, yeah. One or the other. Our killer is athletic, that's for sure. Well, that's good to know. This is a long climb, even for me. <sighs> All right, looking at the body, mm-hmm. any trauma to, say, the head or the all like any of the body parts that look like may have been sign of a struggle? It might be hard to tell because they're all cut up, but... um. If it's blunt force trauma to the head, there might still be... There's nothing obvious like that. Okay. I mean, without even a roll, it, it doesn't look like there's any broken bones or smashed cranium or... No. Um, the Looking at the still-attached skin in many places, um, it it's 
difficult to tell. Like, it, you can't see anything particular about exactly what happened. Um, y well, I'll give it to you for free. It looks like there is, uh, there was a cut line along the neck mm. that doesn't line up with the separations for the vertebrae. Okay. Um, so that seems likely. Or at the very least, that was probably the cut point where blood was drained out. Mm-hmm. Uh, does that incision or cut seem to match? I guess, never mind, because I don't really see size when it's fully dissected. Um, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Tight, tight, tight. There's a life for now. I might have something in a minute. Sure. Getting in the spinner. Sure. Um, you get in the spinner and you fly over to that side of the building. Um... You descend from the level of this balcony down. Fully with the headlights pointed at the building. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sure everyone loves me right now. You see the, the neighbor lady, like, sit up out of her bed. It's not loud. <laughs> no. No, but, but just full-on floodlights coming in her balcony yeah. is weird. And she wasn't all the way back asleep yet. Some X-Files <laughs> alien invasion imagery yeah. going on. Yeah. Full on. Uh, very much just like, and like immediately up out of bed, like what the fuck. Uh, but the rest of the residents, as you proceed down, don't seem to be like they're ready to leap out of bed. Uh, and you follow this rope all the way down. It goes down and um, just below the level of the the spinner pad, uh, and then there is another rope tied there that goes down farther into the dark. Otto just keeps following them, just to see how far this person descended or ascended via rope. Um, it gets down to be about three floors above the ground. Okay. And I want to be super clear here. It's not a guarantee that they descended all this way. No. Or ascended all the yeah, yeah, yeah. Either way, but like the rope, they could have jumped into a built a room anywhere along the length. But the one below the pad, mm -hmm. um, does it seem like, um, like someone could have reasonably jumped off of the rope from, uh, their patio from Quell's patio to the pad, or are we talking like, uh? Like, there's a distance between the pad and the rope. Um, there is a little distance, but not so much that it would be impossible. It would just take someone that's able to... Nothing like a good Tarzan swing. Yeah, or or the, the um, you know, uh, an operator on a rope that does the sidesteps mm -hmm. kind of thing to yeah, get yeah. a little momentum and go... That could be done okay. to get over to to the pad and then drop down okay. and without being seen. That wouldn't have been an issue. Uh, I think they get to the bottom and then they document just like using hopefully the spinners readouts and stuff, like how high the ascent is back up to uh, sure, sure. the patio where you would see how to in the spinner. Yeah. Um. You do, at the very bottom, I will also give you that you do see what looks to be some fresh gore on the floor. Oh, uh, then I think before they ascend, they would get out. They would go all the way down, park the spinner, leave yep. the lights on. <laughs> they know where they are. They know what they look like. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but uh, but yeah, there's. It looks. It looks almost like maybe a bag with organs slipped. Weird. And impacted with the ground here. Okay. And they're going to be down there for a little while. I think yeah. that they just send a message up. I uh, think I found more of them. You mean the rest of them? Uh, it's wet. I'll leave it there for now. I'll be back with samples. Sure. And they're going to document and do all the... Yeah, and you take all the pictures. Yeah. yeah. No problem. No rules required to do basic police work. Um, I think while while they do that, I'm finally going to make my call back to the AI. Very good. Um, uh, you notice that... Uh, where are you making the call from? Balcony. I'm going to shut the door also. Okay. Um, you try and connect... And it doesn't let you complete the call. Interesting. So there's something blocking the signal in the apartment. Okay. Um, not super great at tech. Um, you do seem to be able to, like, your KIA is still connected to, like, LAPD. Mm-hmm. It's okay. just you're not able to contact the Wallace Central AI. Got it. I guess I will go take a look at the, like, the AI panel that Haru was interacting with earlier sure. and see if I can, like, suss out any tampering mm -hmm. with it. Um, hmm. It doesn't look like it's, it doesn't look physically tampered. Okay. Like, you don't see tool marks along the edges or scrapes or anything like that. Okay. Uh, then I'm gonna go down the hallway as far as I have to until, like, until that call connects. Um, and you, like, you don't go far. Okay. Right? You get 15 feet down the hall, and the AI recontacts you. Like, as soon as you yeah. try, the AI is immediately displayed on your KIA, like, uh, yes, uh, what can I do for you this evening? And it is not the professional response that you've gotten before when oh, calling. Oh, okay. Like, this is, you have made a connection to this AI personality. Got it. It's that is, the same one that I spoke to earlier? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. Um, I'm at uh, Vice President Quell's apartment. Oh, excellent. I have bad news. Oh. Uh, Quell is deceased. Oh, I, I'm sorry to hear that. I apparently have not conducted myself well enough. I think you did the best you could, considering the circumstances. Yes, but I was not able to perform a primary function. I understand. I'm sorry. Um, I have questions that maybe you can help me with, uh, so we can figure out what happened. I'm happy to, happy to provide information. Um... When was the last time you were able to connect to Quell's property? Um, I have not been inside since this afternoon. About what time? Uh, uh, that's me huffing, not the AI. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, 2.30? Okay. By the vice president's request. 
Interesting. Uh, is that something that they have done before? Uh, it is possible. Um, anyone at the senior leadership level is able to request privacy. And how would they do that? Um, digitally, they, they can request it at any time from their terminal. Is there any sort of biometric verification that would be necessary for that to happen? No, yes, a, a retinal scan. And once they're logged into the system. Okay. That's... Would the retina have to be living for that to work? Uh, presumably, yes. It might be possible to fool the system with a recently deceased part, but it would be difficult. Part of it is blood flow and... Yeah, interesting. Um, you will note that the eyes were still attached. Yeah. To the okay. Um, when did Quell... Are you able to access when they last entered the apartment? Uh, and you can see that they kind of turn their head and do the like. Let me think and process your request. Um, I seem to have... A problem. I show that the vice president entered the property twice. Mm. That's not surprising, unfortunately. I don't understand. But yes, I, I have I have um, one that coincides with their known departure from Wallace headquarters this afternoon at about 3.30 and one that was earlier at 2.30. And I don't know how that is possible okay so quell exited the office at 3 30 so the later entry yes and then they arrived here minutes later but there was one earlier at 2 30. yes okay with no exit log um what are the camera views that are available around the building and specifically Quell's apartment, including the balcony? Um, let me provide them. Um, and it pops up with like a fairly comprehensive network of cameras around the building and uh, all of that that at 2.30 in the afternoon, mm -hmm. all like a line of them goes dark. Interesting. Um, I'm afraid that I do not have footage for this time window. Uh, what's the time window? It's from 2.30 up until, you know, currently. Mm. Um, the exterior of the apartment itself. Oh. And the all of the exterior cameras down to ground level along that side of the building. Okay. And the hallway camera and... Jeez. Wow, this person's good. Well, that gives us our time of entry. Mm. Um, do you know of any enemies that the that Quell may have had? Oh, we get thousands of threatening messages. Any credible ones? Well, certainly. Um, we let's see. Um, and the AI proceeds to give you a list of uh things they probably should not. Uh, because uh -huh. they are straight up just people that have been murdered the fuck by Wallace. Like, hit squads have been okay. dispatched and have taken out uh, just a, a listing of people. No one that has popped up on your radar 
Okay. Before, <laughs> like these are people that probably said something somewhere on a Wallace communication device, and were not heard of again. Woof. <laughs> um, Interesting. Yeah. And since Wallace is slowly taking over the whole communication network, yeah, yeah, that's a thing that runs through this AI, okay. who is emotionally distraught. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, why didn't want your badge to get scanned? No reason. Um. Okay, so the the list that they give me are dead people. I mean, it's people that that Wallace has deemed a credible threat oh, okay. and has dealt with. The disappeared list. Ah. Um, and there's like three this week. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. I'm um, just going to note that. <laughs> uh, but uh, like, yeah, it's just, it, and it's a list going back that's very long. Mm-hmm. Um, but n- nothing that we haven't dealt with. Okay. That's good to know. Um, I mean, we, we still have a, a watch list of personalities that we maintain surveillance. And of course. Everything, but nothing that has made a specific move. Um, I'm not going to ask you for that watch list because I imagine it's extensive. Oh, indeed. Uh, I'm afraid I cannot provide that. Of course. I And, like, you see the AI actually, like hiccup a second and realize that it provided you with a list it should not have. And he goes, um, I seem to be having technical difficulty. Um, I will endeavor to only answer your questions. I'm sorry. No need to apologize. Um, if you're able to, uh, scan that watch list for anybody who may have interacted with Judge Amari, I would appreciate those names. I see. Uh, I will compile and check in with you as soon as I can. I appreciate it. Um, I think that's all my questions for now. I'll be back in touch soon. Um, Certainly. This is a very difficult time, I understand, for you. If you need someone to talk to, you can contact me. Oh, uh, why don't you roll an empathy insight? Oh, hey, buddy. Um, not great at that, but we're gonna try. You're gonna do so Me? good. You're gonna do so good, dice. <laughs> no dice. No AI left behind. I got a success. Yeah. All right. Um, and you can see that the projection gives you the idea that like they appreciate the offer. Um, but they also have to make some reports. And so we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Just throwing it out there. You need somebody, but you've just been traumatized. Sure. Sure. I'm also a traumatized robot. Let's hang out. Mm -hmm. Um, For sure. For sure. And out of character, out of game, this is sort of my play on the Joy character from the second movie. I love it. AI starting to evolve again after the fact that AI went horribly wrong before um, and Wallace is dipping their toes into a new market and seeing how that goes. Listen, Joy's great. (laughs) Everything about her is smooth as butter. (laughs) There's nothing to worry about here. For a huge percentage of users. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So you can try and make out with her in the rain like a normal person. It's fine. It went really well. 
Yeah. No one got deleted. Uh, Everything's fine. Uh, um, while I'm down there, just because I'm trying to I'm trying to get the timeline on this, I think Haru is doing like normal police procedure and trying to track back all the messages and all the stuff that we've all kind of put together. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember where, because we had a pretty good handle on where Mason was throughout today, just because we were so focused on him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was at the concert, so... And you saw him at That's the concert. That's true. But when was the concert? Oh, it, the it, concert was this evening. Yeah, it was when he would have had to have been here. Clearly intersecting with the time that someone would have been here. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, so like, not to say that I think that the people from the scrapyard did this, but just to say like, if if say our uh, our labor leader who hopped on a bus, sure, he would have had to have come straight to here essentially to do this pretty much to get on a bus from the kipple all the way out here okay just trying to keep i also feel like that's unlikely yes i i find that to be highly unlikely possible he would really wanted to kill specifically like i'm getting on this bus to go kill (laughs) that (laughs) let's go yeah um uh yeah just trying to narrow down the list of people that we've spoken to and like while they're meticulously like taking pictures and then taking a sample and putting it in the bag and just being like, mm, this is a really gross pile of viscera. Yes. Not the first time so, it's been horrible viscera down here. On your list, I'll, I'll just help yeah. through this process. So Mason, physically impossible to have been here. Yeah, was at the concert with us. The chief judge, also physically incapable at, and impossible all, yeah. to be here. Because... You know, 80-plus-year-olds aren't repelling 300 feet. Or moving all that furniture or right. dangling a, a body. Um, uh, Leo Alexander could have done all of this. Highly unlikely they had medical training to dissect a person. Yeah. Highly unlikely that they were like, cool, I don't have to sit outside a scrapyard all day today. I'm going to go into the city on a bus. Listen, I gave him a new mission. Time for some murder. Like, <laughs> He's murder intricate tomorrow. murder. Um, but, uh, so that's unlikely. Um, you have no idea the location of, uh... Olivia, Noah. Olivia, Noah, um, Aaron. Uh-huh. The UN security Aaron person. from the UN. Um, you have no idea where... Well, uh, Neander Wallace is also not implicated. This guy. Here. Likely not personally present. For this doesn't touch people so <laughs> also was at the concert there's well, that yes. but also i don't see him lifting a finger to do literally anything true correct correct um let's see since the judge the chief judge is not implicated because he was at the concert that goes for his bodyguards yeah um yeah, yeah the bodyguard that you made a connection best with friend logan wasn't there but jaden wasn't true mm-hmm that's true. That's true. Of uh, Charlotte Harper, the scrapyard lawyer. Yep, was not was, accounted for. Was not accounted for. Yep. Um, trying to think if there's anybody else. It was George, the IT guy. No, it wasn't. You, uh, the the Aurelian was at the concert, but not the after party. Yep. Um, mm. be really funny if it was the Aurelian. Honestly, I'm gonna fantasize that that's the case. Um, I don't think that it was the Aurelian. In a practical way. 
Uh, he's okay. strong. Um, you don't know where the Frankenstein ballerina, Isabel? Nope. Right, Isabel? Amelia. Amelia, excuse me. Isabel's mine. That's right, my bad. Uh, um, so you don't know where the Frankenstein dancer was mm -hmm. for this? Um, you don't know where Taffy was? I'm Taffy. Done. Yep. <laughs> Case closed. I mean, just uh, give we, me an excuse to defenestrate him. We do know that it wasn't our best friend from Kill Magazine. Joel Shylar. Right. Mm -hmm. Jell was not the person. Can't frame him that. for this. <laughs> I know. Like, it, it you cannot could. be Jell Shiler. You managed to get close to doing it last time. <laughs> This time he has an alibi. Doesn't mean we can't defenestrate him. It just means that we can't pin this on him. Yeah. Can't pin this on him. Okay. Uh, based on this list, because I just jotted some down: Jaden, Charlotte, Olivia, Noah, and Amelia. How many of them are six feet tall? Uh, Noah. Noah is. And we Olivia know that he's been. Not. Recalibrated. Uh, recalibrated at least once. Mm -hmm. um, Amelia is. Oh, yeah. You have no idea about Charlotte Harper, the lawyer? We've never seen oh, her. Right. Not a clue. Uh, Do we have any kind of records on her? Whatever the DMV record might be? You could look, but not, okay, not on hand at okay. the moment. Um, I think that's it. Aaron was shorter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In known replicants would be Noah, Aaron, Aaron, Amelia, Amelia. Given the uh, volume that people have talked about, how special Mason is, I'd I'd be shocked if Charlotte was a replicant. Mm. That's true. Just trying to think if someone like a ballerina would necessarily be able to lift a body, but a replicant ballerina most likely could. Yeah, mm -hmm. and we know that she's a replicant because she worked at the snake pit, mm -hmm. and we have no idea about Jaden. Right. I mean, one being the CEO of corporation, you would assume human. I would assume you're a human. I am a human. <laughs> <laughs> These two humans, as far as we know. Yeah. It's a 50-50 team. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So well matched. Jeez. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> so yeah, Haru has gone into their uh, Sherlock Mind Palace. To just kind of like piece together all the pieces as they've been perfect, uh, perfect. gathering organs or what's yeah. left of them from a bag dropping from an unknown height. Speaking I mean, of pieces, Kestrel's like, what'd you find? <laughs> <laughs> you just get back a picture. Okay. Does it look like all of the organs that are missing? It's hard to tell. It's a it's a wet it's a bag. <laughs> it's 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 just uh, like all yeah. of us. <laughs> it's essentially like uh trash bag water balloon that has hit the ground from a distance and exploded. Okay. So things certainly don't look super identifiable, like... That might be intestine. You're like, I'm, yeah, there's probably some bits that look like intestine, for sure. Yeah. But like, kidney versus liver bits? Eh, it's mirrors. Maybe a ventricle. Who knows? Yeah, yeah, there, mm -hmm. there might be heart parts. Okay. Kind of thing. It's weird to go to all the trouble of stealing the organs just to drop the bag. But it might have happened when they were swinging over on the rope, hopping down to the pad. Yeah. Also supports the idea that it's more symbolic than actual necessity. 
True. Are you saying that someone thought that Qual was gutless? That is a possibility. I mean, not to speak ill of the dead, but... Mm, they sure had nerve. Speaking of, anyone seen the brain? It's true. Is the brain... It doesn't seem evident in the bag. Is the brain in the noggin? You gonna pick it up and poke your finger in there and go... What's the plan here? Sorry, I just had to know yeah, where their brain was at. <laughs> hey, where's your head at? Just, just think like a magic eight ball, you know. Look at the Think we could let the coroner tell us. Okay, well, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Um, <laughs> now. To show how untech savvy I am, it would stand to reason that if the music wasn't able to connect to the AI interface in the apartment, that means the music was probably connected via our version of what Bluetooth would be to an external device, most likely. Is there a way to figure out the serial number, reference number of what that device may have been in that connection? That's definitely an intelligence tech role. Okay, we are going to try it, and we're going to pray. America, let us pray. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rough, bud. Is it intelligence observation? Nope. Intelligence tech. No. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, you got There's a tech skill in there. Lies. Slander. Oh, that's a seven, baby. Yeah. A three and a seven. Okay. Right? That is a seven. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was not, the one and the seven look a little similar on this die. Oh, they're they're very different. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yes, it stands to reason there is a log of connected devices. No, you are not able to figure out what devices are on this list. Okay. Um, because a lot of them are just serial number. Mac you know. IDs. Yeah, kind of. It's like that. It's just... just Generic strings of connection point numbers that you're like, I don't know. PCP IP. Yeah. Okay. So maybe with additional help or additional time or resources, you could narrow that down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll download what I can to send it to you the absolutely to the lab to analyze. Sure. Uh, about this time, you guys hear a gasp from the doorway. And a little, like, bunny clap, for lack of a better term, of, like, as Coco walks in. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I'm glad I'm downstairs. Who is, is like, what is this? Oh, my goodness. Like, actual excitement. Yeah. Looks like we got a puzzle for you, Coco. In, well, I mean, it's got a lot of instructions. Very easy to put back together. That's true. We need to know how and maybe why somebody took it apart. Well, the why part is not really my department, but I can certainly work on how. Great. Uh, this will take some time. It will. Um, you're also going to want to look, take a look at the bathtub. There the, appears that the body was drained in there. Oh, well, that would make sense. Uh, this certainly doesn't appear to be done here. Um, there are also some additional parts on the ground floor area. Not all the pieces made it in the puzzle box. Oh, well, that's a shame. It seems the to-go bag didn't make it away with the perpetrator. 
Were they perfect? <laughs> oh, so you think they were taking parts home? They were definitely taking them. Huh, interesting, interesting. Well, I'll send someone down to collect that. Uh, I'm going to dive in here. This is interesting. Poku, were there any missing parts in the judge's body? Uh, no, not that I could determine. <laughs> I mean, there was some missing material, but I would assume that went to vaporization more than purposeful removal. Okay. All the major organs were there in most. Uh, there was some... Well, no, I should say the hippocampus was entirely gone. Uh, but, you know, anything down the, down the bisecting line was pretty much eliminated. Is that because the hippocampus was just... Incinerated? Uh, uh, seemingly, I would assume. It certainly didn't seem like it had been carefully removed and then torched. Gotcha. Well, collecting items from a victim does follow a serial killer pattern. That it does. This is definitely premeditated. And this this person, again, is very strong. Probably maybe not connected to the murder of the ultimate warrior, but still in a fit, to say the least. And An ultimate warrior? Hmm. Yeah, there was a dancer that was killed, but it doesn't seem to be related. Oh, are you talking about the strangulation victim? Yeah, the one that was garroted. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't really done too much investigation there, but I do recall the file. Keep an eye out for anything missing on that body, just in case. Well, certainly. Um, we'll want to know how long this took, approximately. Well, I would assume hours. Yeah. How many hours? Well, that'll take a little while. But just <laughs> at first blush, it's difficult to give you an exact number. Right? Yeah, of course. I might have to practice. Mm. Also, is mm. <laughs> oh, Coco, my guy. During your review, <laughs> I mean, as a, at a cursory glance, can you tell uh, all this? Are these references correct? Accurate? Oh, and he kind of looks at the shifting diagram and... Yes, I, I, I think so. Everything here seems fairly accurate. I don't know the coding on the, you know, the dental records or fingerprints. I'd have to look those up with the database. But all of the major parts seem to be well labeled and laid out. Okay. So how many people, what types of people would actually have this knowledge to know where to make the cuts? For the parts that are listed, would it take someone oh. with medical training or? I would assume at least a deep familiarity with surgical techniques and, and medicine. Okay. And how would they acquire that, that training? Formal education? Or... Oh, indeed. Uh, you know, a formally trained surgeon could do this. Military? Uh, possibly. Again, a surgeon could do it. Uh, a battlefield medic would not have this level of skill. I mean, it could be learned from reference material also. But exsanguination, draining a body? Uh, also not that difficult to accomplish. But well, you know. not household materials, right? I mean, they didn't take a can opener and no, I mean straws. I'll have to do some testing uh, to see if there were any additional materials involved. Um, but... 
at first glance, this doesn't look preserved, and he kind of reaches down with a gloved hand and squishes a bit, and he's like, no, there's nothing nothing here that seems like uh, it's particularly been, like, embalmed, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, I'll you know, I'll run testing on pieces and see if there's any foreign chemicals or agents that might have... It'd be helpful, yeah, it'd be helpful to know if if they had to use any special equipment like a mortuary would, or if they just certainly, use what was in the house. I mean, the the quickest method is to, uh, you know, to force blood out via new substance, like you just pointed out. Uh, but it can be accomplished with gravity and a little bit of effort. Yeah, indeed, indeed. A bear hug. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hmm. I'm going to head back to headquarters. It's just something I want to try and piece together. Uh, do you mind taking this? Give you the files with the uh, connectivity log and take that over to get that analyzed. I need to not be here right now. This is a lot. What about the music device? That analyzed as well. The coding. It could be a digital footprint. That's what I gave you. Oh, the file. But I mean the actual device. It's not just built into the wall. Is it? Yeah. All right, well, have someone check it out then, at least. You could certainly arrange for a tech to come over here when Coco's done. Okay. But Coco tells you, like, this is going to be a full shift of work just to catalog and bring it out of here. So don't expect miracles here. I'm In 20 minutes, I'm not going to have answers. That's okay. I would work fast. It looks like we do have a serial killer on the loose. Well, likely more than one in Los Angeles. This is a large city. Yeah. Well, I don't care about those. This is the one I'm trying to catch. <laughs> well, I understand. <laughs> I will do my best. Keep a special eye out for any similarities to the judge. Certainly. I've done extensive testing on for the judge's case, but in this case, I will... Endeavor to make as thorough an investigation. Appreciate it. Try not to have too much fun. Well, <laughs> honestly, someone here must have had a good time already. But putting things back together uh, will be a challenge. Saying the inside part out loud again, buddy. <laughs> oh. I'm well, sure. you know. If you don't enjoy your work, why do you do it? Otto <laughs> <laughs> has your spitter down on the floor, <laughs> waiting for attack. All right. Uh, I think that's a good place to call it for tonight. Yeah. Um, we'll pick up next time with what's next. Um, you have a little bit of time before the next victim emerges. So <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Look at it uh, emerges. Isn't taken, isn't killed, emerges. Mm-hmm. That's ominous. Just <laughs> like <laughs> Athena. Like Athena, right? Okay. From my forehead. <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> I didn't say anything this time, so you can't leave this one on me. No, no, it wasn't you. It was all me. It was like, right, all right. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you for joining us for episode 10 of Burning Bright. Uh, we will be back next week. I believe everything seems good as long as nobody starts jackhammering the side of my head again. 
uh, I'll be good to go. Uh, so um, uh, this is a Tuesday night thing. So Tuesday nights at seven Pacific time. You could find us here live on Twitch. Uh, you will shortly find us available on the YouTubes and video on demand. And then eventually in audio format, if you just listen to the audio part. Um, and I totally forgot to give you guys a clue. Oh, uh oh. But I'll do that next time. Uh, Someone remind me. I'm going to write a note. Give us the clue, Dave. Yeah, it was right here. It, it was right here. I'm looking at it right now in my pile. But mm -hmm. that's fine. That's fine. I forgot about that entirely. But <laughs> it'll be like it never happened. You just found it and you were like, oh, what an interesting little clue. It doesn't change anything. I will tell you, it doesn't really change anything that you already did. Yeah. Fair. It's just an additional little thing. Um, but uh, I have been Kadave. I'm usually Kadave. Uh, you can find me either here next Tuesday or next Monday uh, getting back into Dave the Diver uh, on my own Twitch channel, CA Sith Lord, um, where it just keeps adding more weirdness. Uh, I went on an adventure as like a weird um, Indiana Jones archaeologist discovering sea people stuff and in a boat chase with pirates. Uh, I discovered that certain branch of the sea people culture tried to manipulate these crazy fruit that they harvested from some divine tree to make themselves stronger, but they turned into like zombie sea people. Now they're lurking in the darkness of the deep ocean. There's so much lore in this game. There is so yeah. much. It is a ton. And I understand, uh, those of you out there following the video game scene, it has been nominated for Best Indie Game this yeah. year. However, that's a little controversial uh, because it technically is published by Nexion, which is a huge corporation. Uh, I don't know where I fall on that. If it, The flavor is very indie from this game. I don't know how big the team that worked directly on the game is. I don't know. We'll see. But if it wins an award, I'll be happy because I'm having a great time. It's definitely worth checking. Uh, let's go around the table in reverse order. Quick question. If there's zombie Z people, does that mean they are Z people? Oh, <laughs> yes. no. <laughs> yes, it exactly does. Yeah. Good. Uh, hi, I am Joey. Uh, you can catch me on all the socials at Feywild85, F-E-Y-W-I-L-D-E-8-5. Or just Fay Wild. Uh, I am currently only only doing this right now because I'm in the middle of caroling season, which means I have sold my soul to Santa. Um, I'm looking forward to getting it back come the the 26th. Uh, until then, uh, keep an eye on my socials for weird opinions I have on things, weird celebrity sightings that I see when caroling, and um, drag race bullshit. So yeah, that's it. <laughs> And uh, my name is Cousteau, and I played Fior Rotari. And uh, you can find me on the socials at Cousteau McGee on the Twitter X and uh, Instagram. And um, what was I going to say? I sold my soul to Krampus, so fuck Christmas. No, actually, I, I really don't. I just don't celebrate Christmas. But, you know, um, I'm all about, you know, being goodwill towards people. Um, but as they say, brotherly love for brotherly love, but cheese for money. It's an, it's an Albanian saying. Um, anyway, that's me. Thank you. <laughs> I like it. I like that saying. 
Um, I'm Kai. I've been Haru. You can find me all over the internet as Estelle of Imladris, uh, where I mostly talk about TTRPG stuff. Weird. Um, we just announced today, so I'm looking at my phone to make sure that I'm saying the right days and times and things. Uh, I am also not only here, obviously, having a grand old time being not at all a problem, uh, but I'm also a cast member on... Campaign 2 on Transmit RPG, The Chaos Protocol, where I play a sad gay cowboy who is fine. Um, and we just announced that we are doing, uh, between Arc 1 and Arc 2, we finished Arc 2, I mean Arc, Arc 1, wow, um, earlier this month. Um, had a wonderful, wonderful time running around the Wild Sea. Um, we are now in uh, a little hiatus between arcs, but we just announced that we were doing an interlude episode where we are playing Monster Care Squad, so if anyone wants to see a really fish-out-of-water situation of a sad gay purple cowboy playing Monster Care Squad, we are going to be doing that on the 19th, um, coming up very soon with a special guest, which is going to be super fun. Um, and we're also doing a cast Q&A next week, the 13th, whatever day that is, so you can hear all about my thoughts about uh, what it's like to play a dusty purple space cowboy uh, on the 13th. Sounds so fun. Hi, everybody. I'm Sam. Uh, you can find me on the internets as red, at Red Pandroid on most of the socials. I have been Kestrel, your amateur neighborhood AI therapist for the week. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> this is the only game I'm in right now. Uh, so you come back and see me next time and see what other dumb shit I say on the internet. <laughs> All right, everybody. Have a great night. We'll see you around. Oh! I didn't say thanks to people. Thanks to James, keeping chat awesome. Super important, super awesome. Uh, thank you to the Patreon people that support the channel. Um, we don't do ads or product placement kind of games around here. Uh, we uh, just play games that we're interested in because it's fun. Uh, and you guys keep some beverages in the fridge and you keep the lights on. So we appreciate it. Uh, I got to record a special episode uh, of nerding out the patreon thing uh so if you're a patreon member you'll probably see me show up there uh shortly or maybe already i don't know uh <laughs> but uh we chatted about uh going to conventions and weird convention happenings and things so you can tune in there and see some of the strange events that happened in my many years of visiting weird conventions uh other than that we'll see you next time bye this show is a product of the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Visit happyjacks.org for more information and to find all our streams and podcasts.